That's it, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And also, if you want to buy three cattle, uh, that sounded like a, an auctioneer at one of those. I don't know, hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. I can't even fucking do those uh, impressions. These guys are so bonkers. Anyway, uh, cheers, man. I'm just not making fun of you. Uh, actually, it's been a while since I've been one of those uh, uh, livestock auctions. These are so weird like honestly the the language and the mannerisms and stuff of everything is so bizarre anyway welcome folks uh we are using a little bit of a different audio setup so i'm feeling really boomy in my ears so that's kind of odd but we're gonna get over it my friends uh cheers atomic spoon good to see you uh first in the chat i think i'm gonna switch to a live chat here so we can tell atomic spoon is first in the chat cheers buddy to right behind him knc and southern vt grower following up organic soul gardens already in the house cheers my friend voos one two three as always uh cheers buddy lock in the house and of course organic fish sticks welcome guys welcome to the show uh what was i gonna say uh cheers dean smashed uh, uh welcome everybody uh, cheers get up gal nice to see you uh ladies and gentlemen uh keep an eye posted if you guys are domestic so first of all if you guys are in the u.s keep your eye posted that's actually the majority of the, the package that have been sent out uh, if you guys are domestic keep an eye out for uh the desk out of flower challenge please don't uh, snooze on those uh and uh put them somewhere safe because we're not planting yet so if you guys do get the thing in the mail so don't go crazy because you're probably gonna get super excited when you get seeds yeah exactly like you're like oh my god i got seeds don't plant them yet, my friends. Uh, uh, wait a little bit. We're going to uh, hopefully do it at the end of the month. One annoying thing, though, is that we were just talking about this before the show. I have not mailed out most of the international ones yet because I cannot find, and this is not a joke, I cannot find international stamps. <laughs> I thought um, I thought postage was postage. Ask me how I found out that that's not the case. Uh, it turns out you need international stamps. Uh, you can't have regular. Go ahead. I posted links in chat for UPS or like the, the post office store. You can buy oh, that's a good idea. Maybe I can buy We're literally coming to that. I'm going to have to buy them online and have them mailed to me or something. Cause that's uh, what they'll do. The yeah. post office told me that they sell out of them as soon as they get them. And I was like, but wait, that what, uh, no. Yeah. Apparently that's the thing. Like literally people are like lined up, I guess to, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just telling you what I've been told, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but in the, in the meantime, uh, uh, the packages are, sitting next to me waiting to be fucking sent and of course like i said uh, uh i think all the american packages all the domestic packages are out so ladies and gentlemen that also means by the way if you guys don't get a a package from me in the next couple of days you sign up at the desk autoflower pack well let's call it 
five days or something from now because you never know I might get lost uh, uh, if you guys don't get a package by let's say the end of next week or something like that please let me know because that might mean that something's wrong with your package and we'll keep an eye out and maybe I'll have to send you a new one I don't have an absolute ton of replacement seeds but I do have a few that I basically saved on purpose and then uh, we can always send you something else I got uh, I think I have something for pride alliance seeds or something else I can totally make up so it's not the end of the world so that we can all uh, grow together my friends so that's the idea uh, please don't scam me because I'm not coming up with these seeds from the bottom of like I, I don't have a place to make more of these you know what I mean so like in other words like don't just try to get more seeds from me if you guys didn't get them let me know that's, that'd be cool in the meantime, uh, what else? Yeah, there's nothing else to sign up for, but uh, I guess uh, D made a great point. Every time I mention the uh, uh, Discord, ladies and gentlemen, a couple of people uh, usually sign up. They're like, oh, wait, you guys have a Discord? Holy cow. Uh, hop on in, uh, folks. We have a good time over there. We uh, Weirdly enough, we haven't been doing a lot of lives, I've noticed, the last couple of weeks, but I guess everybody's been busy. Uh, but uh, a lot of times, folks, we have uh, a really fun uh, uh just live conversations and stuff. We've actually clarified. I don't know. Maybe that was the reason. Actually, weirdly enough, now that I think about it, because uh, since I clarified it the other day, we haven't had too many lives. Uh, there's no recording al allowed in most of the the lives, and uh, there were a couple people apparently, maybe sometimes recording, probably for good reasons. But you know, Coot gets in there and talks about stuff. But those are private rooms. You know what I mean? Those are not meant to be like recorded or anything like that. So, ladies and gentlemen, please. By the way, when you are in there, that's the warning. If you get caught recording. A fucking lifetime ban. I have to be honest in the channels that say no recording, uh, but because it couldn't be more obvious uh, uh, in the channel that uh, basically doesn't say that, like in Smash, it says uh, the Smashed Dab Bar not live. Yeah, the other one, yours, there's recording alive because sometimes he goes live, obviously, ladies and gentlemen. But the conceit is, of course, he has to ask first, and that goes for anybody. If you guys want to record uh, in a room where that's allowed, or maybe we start up a new room for you or something, please just ask first. That's really all you need to do if everybody says, yeah, no problem. No problem. But if someone says, hey, no, please don't fucking do that. Well, you know, please don't. Please don't record. Honestly, it basically defaults to that that uh, uh, rule, ladies and gentlemen. Cheers, Dr. Dank420. Nice to see you. Uh, uh, Trichome Gnome, good to see you as well. Good to see you, Red Bill. Uh, don't scam me, bro. That's that's the way, my friend. Uh, Josh Colbert in the house. Cheers, buddy. Uh, but yeah, my friends, don't forget to hit that Discord and uh, have fun with us, my friends. Let me uh, really quickly mention my website, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, then we can move on with the show. Uh, if you guys didn't know, oh, I just clicked. Oh, you know what? Actually, I completely forgot accidentally, literally accidentally forgot that you guys need to take a look at this. Tonight is the last night, my friends, for the coupon code at organiccultivators.net. Uh, uh, organic, uh, join their mailcelium list. It's a dad joke right there. You guys know why Greeks don't like the morning? Because Dawn is tough on Greece. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I may have shamelessly stolen that joke. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you know who did not steal a joke is organic. Well, mycelium, I don't know. It was knee slapper, but I bet they didn't steal it. Organiccultivators.net, ladies and gentlemen, they very kindly were on the show the other day. They helped uh, 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 Bug Lady Suzanne get on the show the other day. If you guys didn't see the show on Tuesday... That's like my ideal of a show for this channel, honestly. Uh, hard to kind of keep up to that that level, probably. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, Bug Lady Suzanne was uh, epically interesting. And uh, uh, Wendy and James basically stopped by. You guys know uh, uh, Son of His Farms. It's what it says right there, Son of His Farms. Uh, Wendy and James put on a conference, and they go around the country doing different things. And this time in February in uh, Massachusetts, ladies and gentlemen, in I think Sturbridge. There it is right there. Sturbridge, Massachusetts on, what is it, the 17th, 18th, the 19th, I think. 
Excuse me. Uh, February with some spectacular speakers. Uh, where's the speakers list over here? They have, uh, first of all, Bug Lady Suzanne. That's uh, epically good. Uh, Wendy Kornberg is going to be talking. I don't know Dan Kittress, but they've said uh, wonderful things about him. Kevin Jodry is uh, the guy. I mean, honestly, like that's that's the guy, frankly, to, to uh, learn from. Patrick King. Uh, I'm not familiar with Ben Morgan Dillon, but I'm sure he's epic too. And Dr. James White. All the speakers looked excellent when you go through the the, the panel. When you look at a lot of different uh, conferences and you actually look at what the people are presenting, I hate to say it, but there's usually a tremendous amount of fluff in most of these conferences. This one doesn't have any fluff, ladies and gentlemen. I think I would really uh, recommend going to this one. I'm actually quite seriously thinking about going to this one myself. I think it'd be super fun to go meet uh, Charlie's Farm and Smash and a few folks on the East Coast there. Maybe go have some lobster rolls. Uh, uh, Stone Root's been inviting me, I don't know how many times, to go try the real deal lobster rolls. Actually, I'll, I'll, kind of when, but when is when is lobster season even? Is it like in the summer or is it all year or where, when the fuck is? Because if I go there in February, oh, cheers, Jesus get up, Christ. girl. Thank you. Shout out to everyone that's well, doing exactly. that. Exactly. Lock and Organic Soul Gardens and get up, gal. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. Just saying keep it up. Well, my appreciation. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, well, that's what she said. Also, that's also definitely what she said. But in the meantime, my friends, use the coupon code FUMIDOR over at Organic Cultivators. The, the coupon code expires tonight. So guys, don't dawdle on this one. It's 100 bucks off. Uh, they told me that there will not be a bigger discount. So maybe there will be other discounts, but you, you never know, right? You never know, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they may simply sell out or they may not need discounts. They may have plenty of people signing up. So the reason why people do discounts is to help their friends or to uh, get butts and seats. So folks, do not dawdle. Get yourself uh, basically like 33% off uh, uh, the ticket price. I guess minus the fucking ticket master tax or whatever that is. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, take a look. Fumidor uh, uh, is the coupon code for organiccultivators.net. We did not discuss me profiting in any way, ladies and gentlemen. As far as I know, this is just a deal for you guys to, to save a hundred bucks. Probably even me if I wanted to get, buy a ticket. Uh, I might try to ask them for uh, uh, another Fumidor discount if I buy the ticket in a month. I need to actually buy the ticket. I need oh. to get off my ass because, frankly, February is right around the corner. I'm thinking to myself, like, that's not a long time from now. I was thinking, oh, I'll get to it. No, 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 no. I actually can't get to it because it literally is like four months from now. Go ahead. October, November, December. We're not in October anymore. Yeah, it's November now. So, yeah, <clears throat> those are the times you want to get lobster around here. October, November, December, you said? Yep. No, normally the fall is pushing it a little bit huh yeah a little bit but well they go up i think they go up to, towards canada to do all that after i don't want any canadian uh, lobsters eh? freaking uh getting their their uh getting their freaking uh what do they get up there in canada eh? they get the freaking uh the, the tim hortons eh? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, after you check out organiccultivators.net, take a look at uh, fumidoro.com, my friends. That's my website. Uh, yeah. There's, although I should actually have a fumidoro coupon code. Now that I think about it, that should be like fumi. some, yeah, there should be some fumi coupon code, ladies and gentlemen. But in the meantime, uh, the main coupon code is brains, my friends. Uh, take a look at, uh, we have quite a few things. There's something I think really big coming uh, in the very near few days. Uh, I need to, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about whether it's going to be almost too big or not, but I think you guys are going to enjoy it. And I've been meaning to do it for a super, super long time. So keep your eyes and ears peeled. Hopefully there will be something really, really good uh, coming in the near future on uh, fumidoro.com. But in the meantime, uh, I don't even want to give you a hint because I, I don't want to be, I don't want you to be disappointed if I decide it's too fucking big. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm thinking about it. Uh, take a look, my friends, at Yield Grocery Store. I have forgotten, well, not forgotten, I haven't had time, but I've also sort of, sort of had, not 
not forgotten time, whatever the fuck, the combination of forgotten and not having time uh, to put down. This is an affiliate page. So ladies and gentlemen, I don't directly buy these things and sell them. Uh, this is like an affiliate thing where I get like one or 2%. I actually don't know what the percentage is. I'm not lying to you. I literally don't know. Uh, but, uh, and I actually don't even know what people buy. It's really bizarre. Like you'd think that the store wants you to know what people buy, but no, they don't tell you. They're just like, oh, you've made like three purchases. Okay, great. That's, that's it. Okay. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to, if nothing else, honestly, just take a look at what I recommend. Here you go. But if you guys do, for example, need uh, cheap headphones for the podcast, I mean, they're not cheap, actually. These are pretty good uh, headphones. They're actually, I think, by the way, completely on accident. I didn't notice that until now. I think 10 bucks off right now. I think I saw on B&H, they're like $89 or something. So great price on those. So, Let me let Florin in. Go ahead. Uh, what the fuck was I going to say? Every Monday, I think Amazon's doing like a Black Friday thing. Oh, I saw that. And by the way, if you guys want to add something on here, if you want me to, to add something, I'd be happy to throw something up on this page or whatever. If you want something just regularly, if you want to make a regular purchase or some shit, be happy to. Uh, the barley right there is a pretty good deal. If you can get barley cheaper than that, by all means do. But if you can't, uh, two bucks per pound to your door. Boom. Right there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and of course, uh, take a look at the Chronic Table podcast, my friends. Uh, uh, most current issues or the most recent episode is uh, pretty much always available right there. Look at that four six month old kittens with Suzanne. I in fact edited just the first part with Suzanne uh, and uh, the second part I hope is going to be released in the next I don't know, maybe day or two. And that'll just be the rest of us goofing off. But uh, in the meantime, go check it out, my friends. And of course, don't forget if you guys did not know, uh, I have uh, genetics over here. Uh, the These weird commercials that I do for like 20 minutes don't seem to work, so I'm not going to be telling you about Gawain and freaking Black Prince Ruby right now. But hopefully I'll figure something out to integrate the website in and, and integrate these uh, genetics in the show somehow. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to have flashing signs or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out, ladies and gentlemen. But in the meantime, take a look. There's package deals available and individual strains over at Fubidora on the shop page fumesofgold.com or also chronictable.com. Ladies and gentlemen, easy ways to get it. And don't forget, of course, uh, coupon code BRAINS. And again, uh, everything, I was babbling about this the other day, but basically I'm only afraid of uh, photos for this. There's a, it's going to be like a rotating coupon and it's basically for one person to guess some, it's a word basically. Uh, is it one word this time? Because last time it was actually two words. I think it's I think it is technically, this is another hint, actually. I think it might technically be two words, actually. Uh, but uh, the last one was uh, somewhere uh, in the world you find yourself lost. You might find yourself saying this. And uh, somebody guessed uh, Marco Polo. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the correct guess for 50% off. That person got 50% off whatever they wanted. And you too, my friends, can guess. The next coupon code, uh, the hints, two of them now, are, and uh, at this point, you should probably fucking guess it, to be honest. Uh, Buffalo, bison, and fire. You see these here, and it's two words, ladies and gentlemen. Guess and uh, get yourself fifty percent off. And again, it's fifty percent off anything except for photos. It might be that the photos work. Ask me first if you want to, because uh, I haven't had time to fix the fucking thing. It's, it seems to work, but it's also fucked up a little bit with uh, uh, Adorama. I do like, uh, uh, what is it called? Printique or whatever. I, I work with them for the photos. So I don't want to get into a situation where I actually have to pay cash or whatever because of this coupon code. So it might not work with photos, but everything else, ladies and gentlemen, is available for the 50% off coupon. So good luck guessing. Cheers, my friends. Uh, let me, as I forgot to do before, let me make a couple of co-hosts so we, we can have uh, folks stop in here and join us. 
And by the way, folks, you guys are more than welcome to uh, join us. If you hear me saying this, you're more than welcome. You don't have to have any kind of special invitation or there's no special rules. There's no special anything. You guys are more than welcome to come join us. Just don't be a prick. And uh, other than that, you guys are more than welcome to come. Global chrysanthemum stamps. Oh, right on. All right. So if nothing else, I'll just order it from the, I don't know why that didn't occur to me because I've ordered boxes from them before. For free. Yeah, the stamps are normal stamps. price too. So Dang. it's cool. All right, right on. That's it. It's definitely Canada's fault. Cheers, D. What's going on? How's the brain, by the way? Brains cold. What's going on, chat? What's going on, panel? I'm smoking on some tuna, um, something rather. I can't think of the name right now. Um. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Use your brains. You like spelling for tuna? Is it like foul tuna or? No, it's uh oh, it's rockstar tuna. That's what it is. That's remembered. Anyways, um, yeah. Cheers, everybody. Find me on Instagram at d underscore zombie underscore. Uh, What's going on? Cheers, Laura. Get more rank as you age the tuna. Does it get like worse smelling? When the fuck is oh my god, we are. I think we're switching ball sack. I think we're switching freaking daylight savings tonight. Ass balls. I thought it was not for like a couple weeks. Oh my fucking god, I hate the daylight savings switchback. It's such bullshit. Then it just gets darks like fucking three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm joking, but it's pretty close. Literally, it's going to be dark at like 4.12 in December. Like here, I don't know, we still have like a month before that. But seriously, when I was a kid, I remember it being dark. Like before I would get out of the school and I was just like, are you fucking serious with this shit? Anyway, smashed. I apologize for talking over you. What's going on, my friend? Oh, I wasn't saying shit. Oh, What's up? Man. Cheers, buddy. I'm just drawing, doing normal smash things. What are you doing? Uh, just I, I had to take apart some envelopes I've been having. So I had some get through successfully and I had some get smashed. So I don't know what the fuck they did. So with this new style that Flora and I've been doing. Yeah. What happened? They got smashed in what way? Like literally in the rollers? Yeah, it looked like a like something big got on them. Oh well, that could happen. I mean, that's the that's the downs. I mean, it's weird that they would send something big with envelopes. That's what I said too, but they were crushed, every one of them. And then I just got a message today, one one made it there fine. I mean, you know what? Freak things happen. You could have literally just uh, someone dropped a box on them. You know what I mean? But But yeah, other than that, I'll be sending out. I got a couple more I got to send out. I'm just rethinking a couple things. Um, Rez, I'll send yours out. Uh, Noob, I'm going to send Noob one because his is the one that got smashed. Um, Smoking on Blueberry OG and Morgana. Nice. That's about it. What's up, Flora? What the fuck you up to? Not that much. Just uh, sitting down, take some uh, watermelon OG dabs and uh, hang out. Oh, Oh, yeah, I know. It's not not as flavorful as your tuna, but uh, (laughs) yeah, that's probably a raunchy one. This is a nice and sweet one. Watermelon. Nice. I like watermelon too. Good to see you, Florida. What's the good word, my friend? What's the good word genetics wise? 
Mm. Oh, I don't know. It's uh Oh, I got your thing that your mail today. Oh, did you? No shit. Right on. Awesome. Yeah, so, did it make it okay? We were just talking with uh Smash. I wonder. Uh, I mean, it I appears to good. appears to be perfect. I um I haven't like taken them out of the uh plastic thing yet so when uh i didn't want to show it just for sort of obvious reasons or whatever but whenever people get them basically it should be obvious pull i think almost always on the left side just basically pull that tab and the seat should fall out uh that was like the rough draft basically of uh, how i did it i I was telling you i didn't like first of all i didn't like taking all that time to make the little things that that uh uh get stuck in there that just took me time to fabricate was a surprise like when you do it 50 times it adds up right but um yeah not only that it's not air sealed so that was annoying so i liked your idea about cotton basically in both sides and then i liked the idea of basically making it kind of looks like a tampon i have to be honest but it basically looks like a little rat tail that i put some like uh, tape on so it's also super yeah. obvious like just fucking pull here that's still not air sealed but it's a hell of a lot better we're on the way you know what i mean uh i could honestly just tape the whole thing because I think the whole the whole envelope Glad wrap it and tape it. That's the thing. The whole envelope was uh oh, I don't remember exactly, but it was definitely less than a quarter of an inch. So it was it was still like with a little bit left to go, I was actually surprised. So I could have probably put like Glad wrap is a great idea, actually, because Glad wrap is super, super thin. Would it would it stand up for yeah, it probably would stand up to mailing. Why wouldn't it, right? It should. You just like it's almost like pretty much like skid wrap, really. I didn't think these seeds were gonna pop, and both of them looked like they did. Hmm. Oh, by the way, I hate to say it, but I think maybe I did a little test on the James Loud. I think maybe people are gonna have to pop all three seeds uh, to get. I don't know, you know, like, but I don't want people to be like way behind if they only pop one and it doesn't pop or whatever for a week or something. So I don't know. Think they about are, maybe uh, popping all three. Popping. What what is the time frame that people should start popping them like immediately? Or? No, I hate to say it. We're we're actually waiting for the international people, so I hate to say it. Like we're probably gonna wait until after Thanksgiving. Like, uh, uh, and if I can't get these fucking international stamps, we're probably gonna wait until the first week of December. But basically, the end of November is what we're shooting for. So, all right. Sorry, sorry, guys. You couldn't get them from. You can't get the international stamps at your local post office. <laughs> They're sold out. And he, he told me he was like, "Oh yeah, they sell out right away, bro. They sell out like instantly, bro." They're like, "Well, he wasn't that douchey." But Which is funny because they're they always seem to have them online and at mine, so they must be collectors or something. Yeah, they're plentiful over here. I can, or maybe well, everybody can... here fucking buys and sells on eBay to Japanese people or something. I don't even know. Maybe they have Japanese pen pals or something. I don't know. Uh, DM drinking and I spilled half of it. I didn't actually spill half of it, but I spilled a little bit. Uh, drinking Delirium Red. This is uh, uh, you get people know Delirium Tremens. They call themselves the best beer in the world. Actually, it's good beer. Uh, this is a Belgian beer with cherry and elderberry. It's a little bit over the top. I have to be honest. Just taking the first couple sips, it was a little tiny bit over the top with the spices. But we'll see how how it uh, how it tastes. Yeah, man. Belgian family brewers. Your no, your father smells like elderberries, D. That's how it is. Hop on, folks. Uh, uh, hop on and join us, my friends. Uh, uh, come and chat with us. Come and uh, uh, BS with us. Cheers, weed nerd. Good to see you. Dead fish fan in the house. 
Uh, I always wonder if I should say fish fan. Uh, cheers, Mark. Good to see you. Cheers, uh, Billy Martin. Good to see you. But kilowatts already in the house. Cheers, my friend. He says 100% germination with every auto I've germinated from uh, James Loud. All right. Maybe it's just something. Granted, I germed them in soil. Is there something wrong with doing that? Oh, by the way, we should talk about this. I fucking, uh, I would say this is a two, I'm a two-time loser now with a, a, cl- a cloning with Rockwell. Just cannot fucking do it so far. Uh, maybe I tried too hard. We should, t- uh, we should, I don't know, talk about it later because everyone's like, oh my God, Rockwell's amazing. It's so easy. It's so fantastic and blah, 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 blah. I burned, I mean, I seriously, I, I don't, I don't think I got one usable clone. Honestly, I, really? I still have, I still have a tray with some, you know, clones, in, but if, uh, I don't think there's one usable clone, not compared to like normal clones. Yeah. It's weird as fuck. It, it took forever for them to show any roots. And then basically, I think a few of them are rooted, but they're just like the, the vigor and shit is just not there, honestly. So I don't know what I fucking did. I don't know what I did. D says he hates Rockwell. Um, but uh, uh, Coot swears by it. In fact, actually, Coot just texted me. Uh, oh, look at that. Coot's a nice mushroom. Um, a chestnut mushroom. Awesome. I haven't seen one of those. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, Coot recommends them, but recommends a bunch of people recommend them. And when you buy clones from anyone, they're almost always, at least right in the middle, a little Rockwell cube. Um, everybody basically freaking clones on those goddamn Rockwell cubes. So I don't know. I thought, and it also gets kind of hard to find the peat plugs that I use. I'm thinking of honestly, maybe just going to, to soil. I've put it off before, or maybe whipping out my, um, uh, uh, excuse me while I whip this out. Uh, my, what is it called? The, the fucking, the wet, the, the wet cloner. What is that shit called? The, uh, Hydro cloner or something. Whatever the fuck that thing. Yeah, one of those. I've got one of those fuckers. And I never used the thing because every time I did use it, it was just a huge pain in the ass to set up the water. And I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking it. But like for my water, you know, like I never pH the water. Like I, my pH meter even just dro- uh, dried out. Uh, Bugs basically was suggesting, oh, just soak your uh, pH pen, which by the way, I guess I should explain that. It I hadn't used it in so long that the fucker basically dried out. And I think the bulb didn't dry out, but I was worried that it did. And so Bugs just said, oh, just soak it in HCL solution overnight. And so I did that. It works, but it's like inaccurate. It basically like kind of migrates now. So I don't know. It it sort of works, but it sort of doesn't work. Anyway, I use my pH pen so fucking rarely that the thing went bad, basically. And with, you know, the hydro cloner and with Rockwell and everything else, suddenly you need to pH it, or at least people say you're supposed to pH it. I don't know. I might be overthinking it. The reality is I might be overthinking it. Like I, I, uh, it says you're supposed to soak the Rockwell. So I soaked the rock. Maybe you don't have to do it the way I did. Uh, and then I think I added, yeah, I made like a 300 PPM solution because people are like, oh, you need to add some food to the fucking water. Well, I don't know. Maybe I fucked it up there somehow. You know what I mean? Like maybe I should use plain water because I think Steelbird or somebody was saying he just used plain water. So I don't know. If you guys want to talk about cloning, I would be happy to talk about cloning because I honestly wasted 50 bucks or 60 bucks or something on the Rockwell slabs. Bullshit. Didn't get one useful clone out of it. Um, I already got the T.O. is some Rockwell's the tits. What's that, D? I already got the pH some prior to use. So uh, I, I got to uh, step away for about 15 minutes, but let's talk about this for a second. So the Rockwell, a um, couple little tricks. Uh, first, a pre-soak them, and uh, five between five six and five point eight mm-hmm. in that three hundred ppm solution. I don't do three hundred ppm. I do about one hundred fifty to two hundred ppm. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, uh, I make my own hole 
And it's real, real important that you don't go too deep. You only want to go about a quarter inch. Hmm. If you go too deep, it's not going to root. You're going to have very slow success, probably not very much success. I probably did the other thing is, before. is don't overly spray them. You don't want it to be a sauna in there. You just want to spray them maybe once a day, twice a day, if that. And uh, the third thing I do is I use a mesh tray inside of the 1020 tray. So only those bottom grooves have the nutrient solution. So it'll wick up because you don't want your cubes too wet or too moist. And then I probably uh, wasn't doing that. Yeah. But that's kind of what it is. But I'll be back in about, I'm going to leave this on, but I'll be be right back. I just got to run this. Uh, right on, man. Uh, uh, hop on, folks. Hop on and chat with us. Uh, come shoot the shit about uh, whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, brews and buds time. So if you guys are drinking a fine beverage, you guys are more than welcome to come join us. If you guys are talking about uh, anything else, you guys are more than welcome to come join us. Whichever way, my friends. I think I'm gonna. I think this is white runs. I'm not sure. This is like a little scraggly branch. Pretty sure this is white runs. Uh, cheers, folks. Uh, hope you guys are puffing something good too. What's good, uh, Smash and D? What's the good word, my friend? I've smoked them 6479. I'm just doing some seeds. Right on. I want to roll the joint. Blueberry Kush. Blueberry Kush Femme. Just went into dirt. Um, now, Terp Town's going into dirt. Right on. Uh, by the way, hopefully, folks, uh, first of all, I apologize if you guys have been listening to the podcast. Uh, I didn't mean it to sound like trash. Like when I edit the podcast, I promise it didn't sound that bad. And then I would upload it like to, to Podbean or whatever. And it would just sound so fucking mousy and whatever. Hopefully this is better, my friends. I'm actually recording on the freaking, uh, 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 what do you call this thing? Uh, recorder, whatever. And so the podcast, I don't know if I'm going to podcast this episode, but whatever. From now on, hopefully all the podcasts will actually have like good sound and stuff instead of. <laughs> my apologies, my friends. I've been trying. I don't know. It's, it's kind of annoying when you realize that like you, you go through all this trouble to, you know, do different stuff. And then finally you post it and it's just. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do? But it sounds um, like a Call of Duty game from the early 2000s. <laughs> a little bit. Exactly. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's so much to, to freaking learn on these things. Uh, um. What was I going to say? I was looking at, uh, I can't remember what I was. Oh, I was on Adorama. And I can't remember what I was looking for, but I was looking for something specific. And while I was there, I was just kind of killing time too. And they had all kinds of different articles about like, uh, start podcasting. And I was like, oh, I'm curious, you know, like it's been a couple of years since I've done it. I've, you know, little by little by little, I've assembled all this different shit that costs a lot of money over like all at once, if you got it all at once. But I basically look at the list and I'm like, I'm curious what they recommend. And it was, I don't know, it was like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's, it's a little bit like, um, uh, <laughs> candidly, it kind of reminds me of the Islamic State fuckers because they all like would buy a bunch of like, uh, 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 Kalashnikovs and little grenades and shit before they would go to Iraq or Syria or whatever. And so you'd hear all these stupid reports of like some guy walking into an arms store in, wherever the shit and buying like $10,000 worth of guns and then going to, to Syria to fight. So it kind of cracked me up because it's like first buy a recorder and then a light and then a this and then that. And of course, Adorama would love you to spend, you know, 5,000 bucks like right there. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that, but it's, 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 uh, there's a lot to keep track of. And then you have to learn how to edit the stuff and you have to do this and that. I don't know. Just, 
fucking annoying. Yeah. What do you use, Matt? What do you use for, well, I guess you use Streamlabs. Oh, no, 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 Smash doesn't make a, a podcast. Um, have you ever done like a, a podcast editing or anything, Smash? Yeah, I was doing, I had a podcast for a while when we first started. And then I just kind of stopped lo- uploading it to the sites and I just gotcha. did YouTube. Gotcha. It was way too much. Uh, on top of YouTube, I had to go back in and, and pull the audio file, mm-hmm. listen to, oh. Yeah. And uh, basically the reason why, and this goes for anyone else, the, the reason why our podcast, the Chronic Table podcast, sounded so fucking crabby was because I didn't have a recorder. And so essentially I was always pulling the audio file. I probably could have recorded on Zoom and people kept saying I should do that. I kept forgetting and whatever else. And so at the end of the, the episode or a couple of days later, I would uh, download the episode from YouTube. Well, unfortunately, excuse me, YouTube uh, compresses both the video, but then also the audio. When you download the fucking thing, oh my God, it's ridiculous. And so when you import it into a DAW, any freaking DAW, there's almost nothing you can do. And then anything you can do, I didn't realize this. I don't know why it didn't occur to me until recently. It's basically like fucking with JPEGs. So I always shoot everything in in uh, raw. I don't know if, if you guys have ever seen me show pictures like on my capture one or whatever I show you. I'm like, oh, you know, ignore these colors because they're all shot in raw. Um, when you kind of flatten the image and stuff, basically to, to uh, turn it into JPEG and also, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, dramatically lower the size of the, the file, you also strip out a bunch of data, which is fine if all you're doing is looking at the photo. Uh, that's all you really need, basically, is that data. But if you ever needed to re-edit that photo, you would actually want to go back to the RAW that has all the original information in it, as opposed to the JPEG, where everything's been stripped out, and you basically have only enough to show the picture. And so that's essentially what I was doing. Not only that, but it was like a compressed JPEG, too. It was kind of crappy. So what I was doing is basically like fucking with a compressed JPEG, which has basically created all these artifacts. And yeah, my apologies for the shittiness of the sound. Hopefully it'll be better now. But um, yeah. I don't know. YouTube has this like uh, creator academy or whatever that they're always trying to push to you in their studio the YouTube studio, but it, it almost never has anything fucking useful. So it's, I don't know, it's just taken me so long to learn this stuff little by little by little. Anyway, whatever, what are you going to do? Cheers, Grayson. Good to see you, buddy. Cheers, uh, uh, Jeff Papalia. Good day, my friend. Cheers, Bill Sin. Oh, you know what? One reason why folks are not joining us is because I haven't posted the fucking link. Here you go. I put it up once, but... And of oh, course, yeah. I forgot to pin it. Here we go, my friends. Boom. There it is. Come play with us, my friends. Tell us about what's growing. Tell us about what. Tell us about what's going. Uh, if you guys haven't been on the show before, you're more than welcome to come on here and uh, uh, hop on first time. Talk about Rockwell cues. Talk about cloning something else. I'm really just looking for an easier. It doesn't have to even be Rockwell. I, I have no reason to do Rockwell. I like those, but I want an easier way to clone. Basically, an easy way to clone that I don't have to worry about getting the P pucks somewhere. Go ahead, Smash. No, I use either Rockwell or Root Rapid Rubiters. So I don't like the rapid rooters. I maybe this is just me being nerdy because I guess I could totally use those rapid rooters. Uh, I don't like them because they don't break down. And when I recycle the, the the plugs in the soil, I just have these floating fucking rapid rooters. I don't actually like the idea of rockwool cubes in my recycling bin either. But people say that the rockwool is so great for cloning that I'm willing to kind of look the other way. You know what I mean? I think I talked over you. Go ahead. Well, it's sterile, so like I don't. I, I never added food to my rockwool. You know, like that's never been a thing. I, I put it in there. I get, I don't know, eight to 14 days normally. 
Yeah, that's what people were saying. Bud Kilowatt was talking about like four to seven days he gets clones. Yeah, I'm not, I'm never consistently close, four but... to seven days. And I thought to myself, all right, my grow, especially the veg, is quite a bit cooler probably than his is. Especially in wintertime, it's usually in the low to mid-70s. His is probably closer into the 80s. That might be a big difference. But even then, the local temperature where those clones were, actually, I think it was like 76 or something, 77. So it's really not that bad. It's really not a big difference. You know, like, um, I don't know. I actually don't know. It had, they had light, everything. Uh, 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 they should clone quickly. And so basically, I'm clearly doing something wrong. Uh, what Flores said, a couple of those things I basically wasn't doing. I was sticking, I was making the, my own hole in the, the rock because I've heard that for years from people. So at least I was smart enough to, to remember. Um, but I was stick, sticking them in too far, I think. And in many cases, I think I was sticking them in halfway or three quarters even. Because in many cases for like the peat, wool, uh, peat pucks and stuff, I'll stick them in halfway. It doesn't really matter because the, the roots just come out the bottom. Um, I'll definitely have to look at that next time I do it. What else did he say? Uh, it also oh, might wiki. be genetics too. Well, I, I cloned a few different things, honestly. Like I, I, I was cloning a, a, broad, a broad variety of things. Something. Something. something should have cloned. Because you know, apple fritter cloned fast. But like with uh, Turp Town, when I cloned it, it was the slowest clone I've ever had. Mm. So sometimes... I don't know. Sometimes things go on faster for me than others, but I don't, and I I don't think know. at least, well, okay. I don't know which one, because I think I've done two trays. So thankfully only two trays so far, but I think in both trays, I had male clones too. And male clones usually clone pretty quickly. You know what I mean? I mean, sometimes they don't, but usually they clone pretty quickly. Um, even they didn't clone, you know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's a pretty good sign that I was doing something wrong. You know what I mean? And then like, and it hasn't even been like, two extra days. It's been like a solid two weeks, you know what I mean? Like, or maybe even a little bit more than that. And they have to fucking clone, you know? So it's, um, and the first batch definitely was like two and a half weeks or something. Nothing happened. So that's a little bit annoying, you know, but whenever you switch to a new, uh, methodology, you know, you should be expect, or you should expect challenges. So I was expecting challenges. I am annoyed at how difficult it is, uh, seeing as how easy everyone has said, uh, Rockwell cloning is. So I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Doing something wrong for sure. Uh, I figured this out uh, a few months ago. You guys all probably thought I was, you know, freaking nuts or something, which is also possible. But uh, I was having trouble because I've uh, accumulated a little bit of a library lately, and I was looking for you know specific clones here and there and whatever. And wouldn't you know it? I also accumulated powdery mildew. Thank you very much to that clone. But um, on the bright side, I can select for that now. Um, where was I going to? Uh, 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 Oh, I lost my fucking train of thought. I was talking about, I was picking up different stuff. Um, oh, shit, man. God damn it, I'm not even high. I don't even have that excuse. I just literally lost my train of thought, and that's all there is to it. Thanks to the fuck was I talking about? The fuck was it? Uh, it literally just fell out of my head. Bullshit. I like these little things. I'll just put soil in them, aloe, and put a cone in these. With soil, obviously. Cool. Are they made of? Are they actually made out of cow pies? Yeah, it's cow shit. <laughs> okay, how big are those? Oh, they're oh, like yeah. number threes, number four. so they're all. That was the uh, Suzanne, the bug lady's husband, does the the the. Oh, I already forget the brand name. But anyway, they're the uh, biodegradable cork. I don't remember what they're made of right now. 
Inquire. I forget. Uh, but uh, they're super cool, but they're super small. So they're only really useful for like uh, uh, clones for us, you know? I mean, that, that is still kind of useful because like the idea, I don't know, even with those, you know, like you put a, I don't know. I still don't know if that's really useful for our freaking purposes because you put like a solo cup plant. It's already pretty big in like a one gallon to veg it out. But do the roots pop through that cow pie pot within? Like yeah, the, weeks? they will go right through this stuff. Well, and this stuff breaks down fast. I have them. Hmm. Like as soon as the it's like your soil, as soon as like, I don't know, give it a week or two in like a bigger pot whenever you transplant it. I just put them right in the soil. Hmm. I don't take them out or anything. Sometimes I might rip off the bottom hmm. if I'm, you know, but most of the time, if I'm being lazy, I'll just put it in there and water. Hmm. T.O. saying, Cushmaster, the clone master says, peat pucks give him roots in five to seven days. That must be, because uh, I use the exact same peat pucks as he does, and I definitely take a little bit longer usually. Uh, some genetics will be faster. Sugar tits will clone really quick. A couple other things will clone super quick. But uh, most of the time, it takes me a little bit longer than that, like more like seven to 10 days or even seven to 14 days. Oh, did I mute myself still? Oh, no. No, you're good. You muted yourself. Now or earlier? Now? Oh, I can hear you. I can hear him. Oh. That's weird. <laughs> oh, so the other night Fumi I was like oh I want to take one more dab mm -hmm. and I reach under my desk and I grab my bong pull my dab rig and I catch the banger on the way up on the table I'm like oh, oh, no. I thought you were, I thought you were going to say you caught the banger on your arm or something no no though I broke the banger oh, on the wow. table oh, no. I was so sad Jeff Apollo's like cannabis fumi. We're talking about yeah. I literally have no memory of it. It's like someone took a vacuum. Four twenty benison. My BPR keeper roots in four to five days. Jiffy plugs and aloe. Perfect. Awesome, Jeff. Four twenty bin. That's excellent. All right, all these people are talking about these amazing cloning times, and I'm just like, the fuck oh, am shit. I doing wrong? Yeah, what am I doing wrong? I've got lights over it. I got everything in the fucking. Oh my god, we got to figure it out. The the. Um, Peat pucks root, I would say 100%, well, not 100% time, but, you know, pretty close. Uh, but it takes them, you know, 10 to 14 days, I think, is more realistic. But the rock wool didn't get any of those. I mean, um, like I said, I guess probably some of them, I don't know, I, I could probably go in there and, and check in there. Maybe there's a couple usable clones, but I'm just going to toss the whole thing because it just don't look all that good, honestly. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, so for me, that's just a whole tray of, of uh, uh, clones to toss. You know what I mean? And a uh, bunch of different genetics too, which is also annoying because like you, you have to take those clones again because you didn't get clones or at least I didn't get clones. So now I have to take a whole extra day or whatever, not a whole extra day, but you know, I, mean, I have to take time to freaking clone those things again that didn't clone. So that's pretty freaking infuriating. I'll probably end up, honestly, when I, next time I clone, I'll probably clone some Rockwell ones and some regular ones just so I have those fucking clones. But whatever. Fuck, what was I talking about? I was talking about a specific genetic that I was getting, and um, I don't remember right now. Anyway, hop on, folks. If you guys want to talk Shit. about stuff, hop on. Yeah, it's challenging to have conversations if nobody hops on. So, folks, hop on. I just bullshit with us. Let's have smash. Uh, I gotta grab a Q-tip. Right 
Uh, saying, honestly, uh, female, if the mom plant was raging in health, I get roots in seven days for sure in Rockwell. See, that's what everybody says about Rockwell, that it's just so easy. Coot swears by it, absolutely. <clears throat> I mean, that's true too, T.O. Uh, T.O. saying, uh, who cares if they take longer? It is what it is, as long as they actually root. And that's the thing, I'm not so preoccupied, like if they root for four days or something, it's not a big deal for me. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely not in the four to seven day root club, uh, apparently, Locke. Uh, as as long as I get the the roots, I'm fine. You know, like I don't really care. As long as I have uh, healthy clones, as long as everything is replaceable, as long as or replaced, uh, as as long as everything, or rather, as long as I have uh, replacement of everything, as long as I have uh, clones that I can use for the garden, that's important too. I don't really care. You know, like you know, all honesty, I don't want them to clone too fast because I don't want to have fucking hundreds of plants. You know what I mean? Um, it would be how do I say this? just unwise to have just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of fucking plants. You know what I mean? So like if something takes a little bit longer to clone, it's no skin off my nose. Um, I got to do cloning soon too. Hmm. Coot stuff. Uh, uh sure. I seriously cannot remember it. This Craig is even trying to remind me you were, I was on something that I learned a few months ago when trying to clone a certain strain completely gone. Maybe it'll come back. I don't know. Oh, um, yo. Um, I, I don't remember. I uh, I can't remember. Holy shit, exactly. I'm pretty stoned. <laughs> I wish I could go to the garden when my phone doesn't work for fucking Zoom. That's bullshit. I get that wide-angle lens every time. Um, yeah, that is annoying. I don't know there has to be a way to switch that. But, huh, who knows? I'm really happy about this freaking recorder. It took forever to figure out how to sign this or to uh, audio interface this, but I fucking did it. So hopefully from now on, and hopefully from now on, there's going to be so I have some surprises lined up in the future. We'll see. Hopefully it'll work out. But uh, hopefully this recorder is going to play a big role in it. You guys don't care, but I care. <laughs> it's a big deal for me. I, I, it took so long to figure this shit out. I even bought a class for this fucking recorder, but the class, the fucking guy uses Teachable, and apparently his Teachable like wasn't lined up with regular Teachable, and I guess I had already bought a couple classes from Teachable over the years, and so when I freaking logged in, he somehow logged me out. It was it was fu super fucked up. So to this moment, I, I watched like the first five classes or whatever on this fucking thing, but there's there's way more. Most of the freaking class, basically, I'm locked out now. And I can't get back into it because I just don't have the right password to my own password. It's the most ridiculous situation. But yeah, so I had to figure the audio interface on my own. So fuck all of you. All of you. Actually, not. God damn you all. I figured it out. Sometimes it takes a little bit. I felt, I felt like walking in, but it was like three o'clock in the morning. I felt like walking outside and ripping off my shirt and saying, well, I'm all that is man. It wouldn't have gone out. Wouldn't have gone over very well at three o'clock in the morning, honestly. I mean, uh, maybe, over maybe you're, what, you're in Portland. That's true. <laughs> That's true, honestly. But I was thinking to myself, okay, two o'clock in the afternoon, if you walk down, just, I am all that is man. People would probably yawn, honestly. They'd probably be like, yeah, sure, you are, buddy. But three hey, o'clock in the morning? No, maybe. As long as you're not on their property, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is around here. I would just go outside and look at someone like walking down the street going crazy. That's it. Hey, voter. Cheers, Rare One King. Cheers, Georgia Girl Guy. Nice to see you, buddy. Come hang out. What the fuck? 
No. Shit. <coughs> Cushmasters in the house. Hop <coughs> 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 off, people. I, got, I did some training uh, yesterday. Cooch stuff. I'm trying to get it a little bit bushier. Yes, man. Oh, freaking Atomic got like uh, a, a 23 out of 29 girls out of uh, uh, the, the, the CZ Pop from Coots. Cheers, Locke. Good to see you, buddy. Or uh, thank you, my friend. He said uh, little something. <laughs> Locke is talking trash here. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, freaking trash talking audience. What is this? Uh, what was I talking about? All right. Locke didn't figure. Hold on. I can't fucking can't wrote this on. Oh, shit. What did I just do? All right. Before I, okay. I press play. That's what I did. Before I get too cocky, <laughs> the computer's like, hey, motherfucker, I was here. I was here when you couldn't figure this out. Yep, that's, that's how it was. Computer probably is smart enough to. They were talking on NPR. They were talking about uh, uh, the first time that people did uh, an experiment to see whether monkeys, quote unquote, have a soul. It's an interesting preset, but I guess, I don't know. Everything Dude, to, I just watched. Funding from right wing sources. Go ahead. I just watched the uh, real life documentary on the real life truman show the real life truman show there was a guy in like china japan that they pretty much abducted and made him sit in a room by himself naked doing like chores he eating dog food and shit was way worse than monkeys so these these chimpanzees they would paint like they would basically put them to sleep for a second and paint a little red dot uh, on their forehead and just wait to see what would happen and these fucking monkeys would wipe it off. They'd basically see themselves in a mirror and they'd be like, what the shit is this? And they would literally try to wipe it off. And uh, so they were basically explaining, like, mind you, that this is the first time those monkeys had ever seen themselves. Hey, cheers, Rez. The first time they'd ever seen their face or anything. And so they had no concept of a visual representation of themselves, right? So they were showing abstract thinking and all this different stuff. But not only that, they would wipe off or try to wipe off the red paint, showing like a sense of self. You know what I mean? Cheers, Rez. What's going on, buddy? <sighs> Oh, just hanging out. Um, he kept saying, just jump on, jump on, jump, jump on. on. Thanks for jumping on. And I was getting ready to type, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'll just jump on it to talk about it. Do it. There you go. You've even I'm got Bruce and Bud's night to uh, unlock. I mean, uh, 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 Miller Life. Look at this. Yeah, well, I'm running low on cigarettes. Anytime I get online, I just start smoking, and I'm like, oh, shit, I smoke too many cigarettes. I can't get my phone. That sounds terrible. So it was a 50. No, okay. This guy couldn't possibly have thought he was auditioning for 15 months. No, 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 no. He did an audition and they just kind of abducted him. (laughs) (laughs) And they stuck him in a box, made him take his clothes off and made him work for his food. And he, he had to like, get to a million yen and when he did they they played another game with him and he had to get a fucking plane like it was the craziest shit it's horrible you got a pretty mouth you guys don't know when people say stuff like oh it's just like russia here you don't fucking know like in russia and china they will just abduct you and take you somewhere and just now you're part of the state now like you just you do whatever the fuck they want now like you are a coal miner in siberia now you know that's it that's it they just fucking do it Jeez. i'm not gonna this is the full episode, but I don't want to play it all. <laughs> I need blindfold. See, so he's blindfolded. 
And then all of a sudden he gets brought into this room and then he stays there for 15 months, like, and they blindfold him. They let him out a couple of times, but like strictly it was, it's crazy. Yeah. Don't fuck with, don't like, yeah. It's easy to go missing in other countries. That's it. hundred percent. It is. What are you drinking there? Cider? Yeah. I wouldn't normally put their stuff up anymore, but I feel like, you know, and you want to say something, we're always talking about companies that, you know, need to bring their justification around or bring their type of marketing a little better. These guys went to piss, man. They, every time you get, get one now, all above the rim and inside the rim up top is droppings, dried juice. Sure. From, uh, yeah. And you got to wash them out every time. I don't know when they, switched over to Budweiser distribution or own by them or what, but yeah. yeah. It sounds like someone's crushing cans and not cleaning them up and stuff. It's gross. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I've heard a lot of bad stuff about ciders. Uh, a lot of the ciders are not even like, uh, how do I say this? Um, a lot of the ciders are not brewed by the, um, the companies that uh, uh, make them. They're just basically remarketed. They're canned essentially. Truly from- is actually one of the only ones that's a, I think no, no. Sorry, there's only a couple cider makers out there, like big Supposedly, ones. Supposedly, even in Oregon, like even in Oregon, with all the micro brews and everything else, apparently it's a little bit more difficult to make cider. I actually don't remember to be honest, but I guess um, there's such a big juice industry that a lot of these people basically just go to the distributors for the the, the publicly fermented juice or something. I don't know. Um, I guess I don't know enough about this to tell the story, but yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of times about how. I actually don't even like cider, to be honest. It wasn't the, uh, one of the reasons it's why I don't okay. remember. It's like, yeah, it's like, okay. I don't like the the, the texture of it. It's way like too the, acidic and And not only that, but it's way too sweet. It's just cloyingly sweet. Even if I get a really dry cider, by the time I'm halfway through it, I'm just like, oh, it's just too much. It's like sucking down like sugar water or something. It, I don't know. It's, it's the, for me, it's the, so when I, I got to go there, I go through there one that's because it's the cheapest. And you get four flavors. You get the um, the pineapple, pineapple, app, pineapple, apple, guava, and uh, um, mango. And so for me, it's when I drink uh, alcohol or beer. If I'm tasting, I want to. I go from the light to the dark. So and, oh, and that's on that fucked up camera. Feel, you know, if I'm going to drink four. I learned this from a buddy of mine going to a t- guy who only had four taps and we started at the, the low end of the taps and this was good beer, man, back in 2007. And I was like, Oh, wow. so since then I've done that. So for this one, this is like your real light, but I get what you're saying. I would like to have after that. I want like a, a ale and then I want like the, a, a porter or a stout or a Guinness or a, if I'm going up and if I'm sitting in like, if I went to an English pub, I would start maybe with a cider, but then I would go to whatever ale they had. And then I would go to their darker, you know, so I can break up that, um, drinking these one after another. Right. I, I buy Coors Light to break these up if I'm going to buy some, <laughs> cause you never know what you're getting anymore. Right? You know, something funny, um, the stuff like truly and white claws, all it is is like carbonated water with a shot of vodka in it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's nothing like this. I can't That's what I've heard stuff. too, actually. Yeah, it's just like fruit juice with grain alcohol. Oh. Isn't that gross? Yeah. 
It's well, it's um try to okay, put some trying to put some flavor in your Perrier. <laughs> you try to Dude, put everybody flavor does that now. Holy it. shit. The, haven't you seen that? I don't even know if you've seen that. Around here, it's fucking nuts. There's 40 or 50 different brands of it's not soda water, it's carbonated water that's slightly flavored. Basically, that's what it is. It's like uh, uh, the the LaCroix is probably the most popular brand. Uh, Spindrift. What else? Um, oh, I fucking don't even know. Like every friend of mine I know, because <clears throat> everyone knows that soda water is bad for you now, or at least a lot of people out here, right? <clears throat> you know, uh, Bug Lady Suzanne is like pounding Cokes. But out here, a lot of people don't pound Cokes anymore, but they'll pound these freaking uh, soda waters, these bubble waters. And they're literally like just barely flavored with whatever dimethyl mercury probably not that but you know like extract of pear asshole from a you know like basically extracted a beaver asshole that tastes like raspberry or whatever you know what I mean? just like the hint of freaking a whiff of beaver asshole beaver, no beaver, beaver, <laughs> beaver asshole makes vanilla extract is that what it is like, i think vanilla and raspberry though isn't it i don't know every time i look it up it's just for vanilla flavoring right on <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you got an extractor and you get some beans, you can just do your own, right? That's right. Walk up to a beaver, squeeze it, see what happens. Ooh, baby, don't do that. Step three, profit. Mmm. beavers, man. It's good to say non-alcoholic. I like Martinelli's. He's saying uh, non-alcoholic ciders, Martinelli's. Oh, no. I, I like, like the extract with gas, right? I, I like straight seltzer water if I'm going to drink it. I don't have a problem with seltzer water. I like straight, you know. But when I went to Colorado Springs, that freaked me out. You know, they got those springs everywhere. You, that's carbonated water coming out of the ground. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? <laughs> Pyramidians in the chat said he's team cider. I ain't never heard of such a thing. Carbonated water coming out of the ground. Seltzer water. Oh, yeah. It's a real thing. Uh, carbonated springs. It's... um. Just uh, like CO2 stuck, uh, stuck underground, yeah. That's crazy, man. There's like seven different flavors or seven different flavors you can find the spots they got it coming up downtown. Well, it won't be flavored. Up. I mean, it, won't, it doesn't have like lemon in it or whatever. It's, it's just yeah, going to yeah, be bubbly water or whatever. And usually the bubbles are way less pronounced than like bubble water. <laughs> like when you're used to carbonated water, it usually has a lot more bubbles than the naturally bubbly spring water. That'll have like fizz more than anything else as opposed to like crazy amounts of bubbles i don't remember any of them that had like yeah i can't even think of the brands now they're from like italy and france and germany and stuff and they're like natural spring water basically like bubbly spring water but like when you crack the thing it'll be like you know instead of like a bubble water it'll be like you know an explosion yeah that was just weird to me man we drank out of one out of one of the fountains and he said there were seven, seven. I thought he said there were seven different flavors at Fountain, but I only drank out of one, so I can't attest it. <laughs> That's but good stuff. All right. On. When they said that, I was like, I don't believe you. Uh, you got to show me. All right, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be, you know, Mister Skeptic until we get there. I don't, I don't believe it. And then I'm looking. Where's it underground? How's it doing this shit? I'm like, <laughs> the, the world is a big place. I mean, all it is is just the ground is or the. Uh, there's water underground and there's also gas trapped underground and the two are able to interact. And then basically the, the bubbles bubble up through the water pretty much. I mean, it doesn't have to be more than that. Well, pretty cool, man. Right. I was pretty stoned though. 
Oh. And uh, actually it actually makes more sense because most of the time it's like a hot springs. A lot of times it'd be like a bubble, like right, it'll be right next to like a hot springs. And then, you know, half mile away or whatever, there'll be bottling water. Uh, the hot springs will be from like volcanic action underground. And so it makes more sense where there's like CO2 and stuff trapped underground. Cause how do I say the, the, the volcanic action is like steaming and stuff and creating CO2 or at least releasing CO2 and that CO2 bubbles up into the water. Is that Morgana? Yeah. Didn't taste bad. Wow. Yeah, man. <laughs> a lot of times it'll have kind of a, like a minerally flavor because they're like a mineral hot springs, right? Or a mineral spring. So they'll have like a, I don't know, metallic or whatever flavor to them. Like they're not always actually that pleasant, to be honest. Uh, but a lot of people will drink them because they think it's medicinal. They think minerals are good for them or whatever. But uh, <laughs> probably not true. But. So I used to drink right out of the spring, man. Crawfish. You can see the crawfish. You can dart by it this far from like, this deep of water, just sticking your face into it. There's a creek going by on the right, you know, right behind the spring, stone spring house. And there's another hole for the main spring, right? That's what they typically do. They make a spring, and then it comes out of that spring into a bigger building. So there's a first spring. Well, my brothers, I might have told you this before, they just had ten over the top of this thing, right? The first where it's come out of the hill, and it's coming out of the hill right before the creek. And then it goes into the, under the ground, and it goes into a, a stone building that's, uh, 12, uh, probably 15, 16 foot wide, 12 foot wide by 20 foot long. And it was just concrete right in the center of that. And it's a big loop of water the whole way around it with water about six inches deep. That way you can set all your cold stuff in there, all your cold drinks, your, your anything, your milk and everything, and keep it cold like uh, what, whatever temperature's coming out of the ground, 40 some degrees. Whatever's coming out of that spring as cold, and it was, and that's what they did. That's how you kept it, and then that dumps right into the creek, and right in that part outside just had the tin. There was multiple layers of tin like this, and I, and there was snakes in there. Well, I never knew what kind of snakes they were, but they were they're black snakes, which you want. But every once in a while, copperheads would show up until the black snakes would come back and run them out again. And I was like, you guys never told me? They were like, no, you were just told not to play with you. Them. I don't talk with water-dwelling snakes. <laughs> yeah, because you'd be black snakes. No, it's probably a cottonmouth or a water moccasin. Yeah. Now, in, Maryland, in Maryland, they're copperheads. They come out of the rocks. They, they, like the, they live back in the limestone rocks around springs. We actually have timber rattlesnakes in Massachusetts. People yeah. don't realize that. Huh. There, man. Here, I'll show up uh, cool stuff real quick before I go upstairs. Hey, I I found out that there was a giant earthworm. Like there is a giant earthworm. <laughs> yeah, they oh, are. yeah, it's like a Brazilian worm or whatever. It's like fucking five feet long or some shit, right? Oh, you're wild, man. What's the first? Wasn't that a movie? Maybe. So I'm going to try using the face camera because it seems to work better. The only annoying thing is you won't be able to see it. Yeah. Just tell me what you're looking at. Looking at the plant in front of you. <laughs> it's okay. green. This is Coots. 
this is the bigger one of the two. Obviously, she's tied down right now. I'm trying to. Oh, turn your phone sideways, by the way. Hey, I'm not even looking at the screen. Do you shut up. You're gonna, to, you're gonna have to a mirror looking at the phone or some shit. <laughs> Good stuff. No, two phones. <laughs> so these two are getting ready. I got water tomorrow. I'm probably gonna cut that thing out and put out the spittering. That thing sucks. Um, this thing's doing good. I'm yeah, the, the Gorilla Glue one. Yeah, it totally sucks. Yeah, that's like four or five days later, and it still sucks. Yeah, that yeah, sucks. It sucks. The Koo one, I was just going to say, the Koo ones are noticeably bigger. Go ahead. Yeah, they're getting bigger. Hang on. Yeah, like so before, yeah, 100%. Before, when you walked into the tent, you could see that plant in the back, and now there's like it's completely uh, obstructed by the Koo plants. Meanwhile, that GG4 back in the GG4 S1 or whatever the fuck in the back is still this tiny little run. Oh, I like I would, that. I would call it. Yeah, I would call that little fucker. Oh yeah, I got some more colors off. Uh, nothing's doing all right. Uh, I water. I've been watering it. I didn't want to overwater it, so I've been underwatering it. <laughs> it's in a big ass overwatering for sure. So I was that's actually, by the way, that's a lesson for everybody. Like literally, if you can either over or underwater always underwater like the best obviously is to water proper properly but you know that takes a lot of like time to learn uh if you're gonna do anything just underwater that way you don't run into most of the problems that growers have especially when you're using a big pot with a little little plant hmm. that root ball was probably this big when i like the size of my hand when i put it in that 20. Yeah. but yeah that thing's coming around that's the Sherbert, the Chem DI-95. This yeah, stuff's right. coming around. I've just been tying them down with this one stake, trying to get these sides growing. It doesn't want to do the normal bush, something like that one. It's giving me problems, but I will get it too. That turned out pretty good. It's going to be a little fucking bush. Chew it down. Oh, let's see. It's 82. That's a Oh, shit. And 55% humidity right now in there. Is D-Walk a cat or a dog? <laughs> I don't think he has a dog. Yeah, it's a dog. Oh. Oh, oh now, okay, now it looks like a dog. I thought it was a cat. Around you here, Daniel, you would fucking laugh so hard because it sounds crazy, but there are like... 20 people I've seen walking their cats on a leash around here. Apparently, it's a thing. Yeah, why not? Your cat. Yeah, like, I'm just not yeah. used to no, cats no, 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 no. that walkable. Have you seen the backpack for cats? Yeah. What's that, Smash? Have you seen the backpack for cats? Oh, fuck it yeah. <laughs> it's got like a globe that they can like stick their head in. Oh, maybe not that. No. Right. Hold on. Oh, by the way, I was thinking about doing a duck race, speaking of Flora. Folks, if you guys want to, I haven't decided what to give away yet, but we'll uh, give away something here shortly. Uh, if you guys would like to get something, uh, uh, say something in the chat, say hello, just say something nice, uh, compliment someone in the chat, uh, and uh, you'll be eligible. I'll just do the participants list uh, here in a second. We'll do it maybe in the Oh, it's actually happy 420, folks, a couple minutes late. Uh, we'll do it in a few minutes here. And uh, yeah, I haven't decided. I don't know, Lime River Rose V2. Let's do that. Lime River Rose V2. Uh, we'll give that out and uh, just say something in chat, folks. 
what was I just looking up? Um, okay, I don't forget what we were looking up. Smash. My memory is terrible today. I got it, bro. There it is. Uh, I need to take more of that freaking mushroom powder that Flora has been taking. I need to restock. You can, you can walk with your cat, D. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, let's be honest. That's more that for you cool. than it is the cat, though. Yeah, absolutely. I would wear this one. I, my cat would probably kill me trying to get it in there, though. <laughs> fucking cat's like, no, not again. I know where this is going. Skip this one, too. Fresh piles of cat shit right outside. Garicon. Uh, Agaricon, I think, uh, as I remember, they say it's... Uh, I think it's useful for more than this, but they say it's only yeah. useful for immune, but it's basically the best for immune support or something. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. We have the best one for immune system. And I guess that was because, what was that? It was, uh, I think it has the most of the substance that is, uh, why? The, um, yeah, the fucking um, beta glucans. That's it. And I think it has like by far more than the other ones. Um, and triterpenoids. Let's see here. Linden Botanicals. Is this a... Good sort. Well, they're telling us it has all kinds of benefits. All right, let's look, ladies and gentlemen, at uh, Agaricon over at uh, Linden Botanicals. They are definitely trying to sell us something, so you have to keep that in mind. Uh, Agaricon mushrooms benefits uh, include immune support and significant health benefits, including antiviral, anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, and antibacterial properties. It's a lot of anti. Uh, also, your ant flow. Uh, for many decades, scientists have researched the medicinal and nutritional benefits of mushrooms. Many mushrooms contain bioactive compounds that have been used to help treat cancer, infections, addiction, and depression. Agaricon mushroom, for one, provides exceptional medicinal value. It provides immune support and contains polysaccharides, polyphenols, carotenoids, and indoles that exhibit a variety of beneficial properties, including anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, anti-cancer, and antibacterial properties. Uh, blah, blah, blah. That's just fucking fluff right now. So antiviral uh, properties. One of the most significant agar agaricon mushroom benefits is its antiviral properties. Viral infections have resulted, blah, blah, blah. Come on, please tell us how. Agaricon mushroom contains polysaccharides, ergosterols, acids, glycoproteins, and enzymes that may help mitigate viral infections. Let me say this real quick so I can get the names for it. Yo, if you're going to try to enter, come in the chat right now. I'm going to pull the, I'm going to count to 10. And then pull the participants list for fuming. Sweet. I'll get it all set up for you so you can. Uh, support for treatment of tuberculosis. I was literally just reading about how tuberculosis is a growing problem again. It was uh, worldwide on the, the, uh, the disappearance, uh, uh, basically, but it's actually come way back. Respiratory support. Where else? Okay, this is kind of a bullshit source, honestly. Let's go somewhere else. Uh... Should probably just go to freaking Paul Stamets. Uh, why is Agaricon? Let's do that. Benefits of Agaricon mushroom. Why isn't like fungi, perfecti, or Paul Stamets site? Why aren't those coming up first? Good question. It's their pensions bias. All right. Uh, well, you know what? It might be DuckDuckGo. And so DuckDuckGo is not like, I guess they do use an algorithm, but they're not using the same Google algorithm. Fuck it, let's go to Fungi Perfecti. Uh, for folks, oh wait, there's actually Fungi.com. What is Fungi.com? Holy shit, Fungi.com is the other website 
or the uh, other address. Cheers, Charlie's Farm. The other address for Fungi Perfecti. Uh, what's going on, Charlie's Farm? We're just looking up why Agaricon is good. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Just making something to eat, just chilling. Just too many for my first night off in a while, so I'm just chilling and making some food, man. I'm just looking at my bowl. Yeah. How's everybody else doing? I hope everybody else is doing well. Mm-hmm. My compost came today. So, Sweet. yep. Uh, I think it's uh, 35 or 45 gallon compost. So, uh, soil I'm getting on Monday. I got some Bukashi coming on Monday as well. And then, uh, something I'm missing. Hold on, let me get this TV. Something I'm missing. Oh, oh, I got a nice, nice new spice grinder so I can grind up some shit. Mm-hmm. Really nice kitchen aid. So, uh, look at the peppermint spray or whatever. What is it? The um, yeah, the one says mist. mist. I don't even know how you would use that. Would you spray it in your mouth or craft it with mycelium from five mushrooms? Uh, no, I guess you just probably fucking what does it say? Michael Shield is a convenient on the go. Uh, so you probably just spritz it in your mouth. You know what? Yeah, it is. It's like a minty flavor. So it's like a freaking, uh, it's like a, like a, a mycelium enhanced breath mint, basically. That's pretty funny, I honestly. Uh, what does it say here? <clears throat> this is fucking disgusting. I know this would be horrible. That would be fucking awful. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me while I spray garbage. Oh, it tastes not great. Uh, some of them are fine, but like the cordyceps, oh my god! So I can only imagine like the yeah, I don't know, that's the one I have. The cordyceps, oh, it's <laughs> not the most pleasant. It's awful. It's, it's, it's awful. It's yeah. There's no way to make it. There's no like chasing it. it still tastes bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fucking... <laughs> I don't but it, to tell you, it's just the only effect energy like immediately. So yeah. it's good stuff. Yeah. It is effective. Yeah, you definitely feel it. So I wish I could find more. See here, even on Polestam, uh, uh, it's a site. It basically says that uh, Agaricon is only really useful for immune response. But from what I understand, it's fucking fabulous for it. Whereas, for example, Chaga or Reishi is literally in every single category. Lion's Mane pings almost every category. Cordyceps pings almost every category. Um, I started taking... Actually, uh, uh, go ahead. There's a good Wikipedia, actually. Just do Wiki Agaricon. Yeah, exactly. Right on. Okay, I got 32 names for when I pulled it. Gee, that's cool. Awesome. That's what she said. <laughs> nice to <eat>. How many? <laughs> how, how long do you want me to do it for? Uh, About 242. 242. Oh, okay. Four hours. Yeah, not two hours like I did. <laughs> dude i accidentally set it for two hours the other day and we noticed it like a minute in and we were like wait is this for two hours and i was oh shit stop you know do the ducks the ducks take a break and stop and chill and then that's it again smoke break and stuff yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so uh larisi fomas officinalis also known as Agaricon, Eborico, or the Quinine Conch, 
is a wood decay focus, a fungus, sorry, that uh, causes brown heart rot on conifers native to Europe, Asia, North America, as well as Morocco. The fungus is in uh, the order Polyporalis, as the fruiting bodies grow in large conchs on the trunks of trees. Though it is nearly identical to Fomatopsis officinalis, DNA analysis supports L. officinalis as a distinct from the genus Fomatopsis. However, the names Larisophomus officinalis and Fomatopsis officinalis are generally used interchangeably. There's been a history of human use of the fungus, from textiles to ritualistic masks, and medicinal use. The name quinine conch is given due to its bitter taste. There is a recent scientific evidence of it having potency against several viruses. Larisophomus officinalis resides predominantly on old-growth forests, conveniently we've cut all of them fucking down, growing in uh, Europe, Asia, and North America, as well as Morocco. Commonly prefers uh, uh, various Laric species, blah, 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 blah. Uh, this shit is sad as hell, because when I was a kid, Oregon had 2 to 3% of its uh, existing old-growth forest that had been uh, from you know, way back then, the original, uh, uh, I guess, 2% of the original old-growth forest. In the intervening decades of my life, uh, there's apparently 2% of that remaining. So Oregon has cool. two-tenths of a percent of its old-growth forest left that it used to have. These tree, They had these trees that were the size of a fucking house, and unironically, the size of a house across, like literally across the, the fucking log. Not even those redwoods, literally like uh, uh, Douglas firs and stuff. We used to have oak trees. Yeah. Canadian hemlocks. Yeah. Yep. They actually you cut down one of the biggest oak trees I've ever seen yeah. in front of my house. Yeah, they cut them all you down. thank Randolph Hearst for that because he's the one who bought up all that land because he owned all the newspapers and just destroyed everything. I just read the other day, I couldn't believe this when I saw it, it blew my mind, that John Paul Getty, the guy who, against his will, uh, was forced to fund the Getty Museum, that's one of the world's great art museums now, it's a right, whole fucking right. story, his, basically his son shamed him into doing it, basically. Really? Uh, when his uh, uh, when his one of his other sons got kidnapped, mind you, the son was kind of a dipshit and actually knew the kidnappers and stuff. But still, uh, basically, the son was like a I don't know. I, I guess Getty didn't give him any money or something, so he he was expected to kind of make his own way. And uh, I guess he didn't know how to do that or something. I don't know. I don't remember all the details. But uh, he basically thought, hey, you know what? Why don't I get myself kidnapped? And we'll share the ransom with the kidnappers. And then he backed out of that because it was a super fucking stupid idea. Uh, yeah. But the kidnappers basically wanted to proceed with it. So the, uh, they did it. And they actually mailed uh, Getty his ear uh, because Getty wasn't taking it seriously because he thought, oh, he's just, just fucking around again. Uh, so he basically paid them the maximum tax deductible, uh, like whatever the amount he could tax deduct for ransom. That's what he paid them. Yeah. Oh my God! The fucking guy. Anyway, what I read about him Great was story. that miserable prick. He was he was miserly as hell, except for for art. He bought art from everywhere, and he built the uh, um, his uh, mansion in Malibu. It's stunning. Right. That fucking building is stunning. Yeah, and then uh, he amassed so much art that they they ended up building the Getty Museum, which is this fucking amazing place where they have Van Gogh's irises and all this different stuff. Anyway, uh, uh, he died at 54. And I thought, like, oh, surely that guy must have died at the age of 79. He died at 54 years old. Wow. He fucking died at 54 years old. And so he did all that crazy shit, built this gigantic oil empire and everything else, and was a miserable prick to his kids and all this different stuff, and died at 54. It's, I don't know, it was weird. It's a weird thought. What did he die of? 
I don't remember. Yes, we can sir. look that up here in a second. Yeah, yeah. Have you questions. been to the museum? I have. It's, have you been? It's, un- it's unbelievably good. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, Both yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. What do they call the Malibu place? It's the, the Getty Villa. The Getty Villa. That place has more, <clears throat> has less art and more sculpture. Oh, you'd fucking love it, by the way. You as a, like a gardener. Actually, all of us gardeners. Yeah. Just mwah. my favorite okay. version. My favorite version of an outdoor. And this is a very specific thing I realize, but here in Oregon, we have lots of grapevines and stuff. Uh, you always wonder, oh, how am I supposed to fucking do my grapevine, right? My favorite version of an outdoor grapevine uh, trellis that you can also live yeah. with is at the Getty yeah. Villa. No fucking surprise. Really? It was a reconstruction. Is it enormous? Oh, that fucking Getty Villa is absolutely enormous. It's gigantic. Yeah, yeah in multiple sections and everything. He basically yeah. took entire Roman villas and just mailed them to just like Hearst. Yeah. Pretty much. He was that rich. Right. He just, right. He, he went to, he traveled the world and he went right. to Italy and France and wherever. Yeah. I, was like, oh, I want one of those. Literally the whole we castle. We got a guy just, around I'll here buy, that did that. I'll buy one of those, yeah. all of it, the whole castle with everything in it. And they would yeah. literally pack it all up and send it back to fucking Malibu. Right. Put it back. We're in store. That's what this guy around here did. It's a famous castle. People have weddings there. And but he, after World War II, he went around. He was so rich. He actually made some instrument planes. His company around here um, started in World War One, but went through World War Two, and um, he—that's what his his father did it, and then he did it. The guy who, like the last guy that was in it, you know. And um, but now it's like public domain, and they have tours. You walk through it; it's pretty insane. It's pretty insane. It's small though. It's not like a huge. The outdoor landscaping overlooks friggin'. I muted you. Sorry, uh, Marble. You know I might have been thinking of Marble. Marble. I mean, uh, Marble. Man. Marblehead Mass up by Salem in Marlboro, Rockport, Salem. Oh, that was an accident. My bad. No, no worries. I'd love to see that that Getty friggin'. Yeah, I gotta put that on. You the know what? List. I might have fucked up, and maybe his son is the one that died at fifty-four years old. But I think yeah. his son was the one that still. So this guy actually died at eighty-three. That makes more sense that this guy like amassed such right? a fortune and everything else. He got sick from miscarriage when he was being held hostage, right? I think you might be right. Hold on, though. No, uh, I, I definitely. See, I already that. Been <laughs> <laughs> a few years in that, Despite his vast wealth, Getty was famously frugal, notably negotiating his grandson's kidnapping ransom in 1973. He had five children and divorced five times. Five fucking times. Yeah. Jesus. Five times a charm. Here, we can do multi-streams now, too. It's so this is cool. the Getty Museum. If you ever are in L, I realize that a lot of people are like, oh, the last thing I want to do is go to a museum. But if you like art, this is a, this is a fucking yes, decoration. Museums are awesome. This is an entire mountaintop. Uh, Get the in, MFA, uh, baby. Uh, yeah, I think it's Malibu. I guess it's in Brentwood. Brentwood. Right across wow. from this, as you're driving up there, dedicated monorail, there's a few wineries. Oops. There's a few literal well, wineries. Uh, on the that's hill. a complex. That's not like an estate. That's a complex. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, I can <laughs> actually just show you that. Holy hell, I can. I don't know why I'm that. Oh, it, no, it's enormous. And the amount, of, first of all, they have sections. They have, uh, they don't have much modern art, but they have, um, uh, well, like they have basically up until like the 1950s or something, but they don't have, you know, Josh sure. Jackson Pollock or anything like that. If you want right, to do right, that, right. just go to the Museum of Modern Art in Los Angeles. But, yeah. uh, they have yeah. a huge Roman section, Roman and Greek. 
uh, and also like Persian and Abyssinian and all yeah, that crap. Those are two of my there. favorite eras. Chinese, yeah, there's a huge Chinese art section. There's yeah, the, well, the whole great. impressionist with it was centered around they made this gigantic purchase years ago of Van Gogh's irises. It was like one of the biggest purchases oh, wow. until that time. Um, you want to know something that's been really cool lately? They've been doing live exhibits like they just did Van Gogh. Um, He's one of my favorite. I like Monet though. Like it's, there's, like it's like virtual like they bring all the paintings to real life and stuff it's yeah, cool. yeah. i was gonna go to that yeah i thought it was a little bit cheesy but i had a couple friends that went there nah everyone it's really fun yeah yeah everyone i heard everyone that they've gone to and they, they said every time they're around i will go hmm. they wow, said don't trip on acid because cool. you don't need it <laughs> you don't need it it's cool very when cool. you said when you said they sent his ear i was thinking Maybe that's what I thought about was Van Gogh. Right. Okay, so I just jumped too far into the complex. Hold on. Uh, I wanted to show you. So where you park is down. I don't know. It's actually probably down there. And then you basically end up taking this uh, monorail up. Monorail. Yeah, maybe like right there. Here. That's like the most potato quality view picture. Holy shit. The whole complex is built of this particular travertine that has oh, it uh, like sandstone. Yeah, it has no. Well, I, basically, it is. Uh, I think it's technically a limestone, but it, it's a soft marble, basically that um, uh, has like uh, uh, creatures in it. it has uh, 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 what are they called? Colicants and fucking little shrimpy things and all kinds of different shit uh, and some plants and whatever. And it's uh, actually gorgeous. Like when you look at it. Like, I don't know, in one stone or whatever, it's kind of, you know, like, why did they pick this? But you look at it sort of in totality, it's, it's super baller. But uh, come on, where can I find a picture? I want to show you these like crazy expensive wineries here. Maybe I'll just park on the road. No, that's in the fucking 405. That's not in the same place. God. That's the neighborhood next to it. Yeah, right. All right. Hold on. Maybe this is. Zoom in a little bit before you draw. Say I need to zoom in a little bit more. Oh, maybe that might work. By the way, this is the 405. This is the busiest interchange in the world. Uh, and it uh, regularly hosts in a day, I think they say like 20 or 40 million drivers. <laughs> like they'll, there will be sometimes traffic jams of four hours long on the 405. This is the top of the 405 basically in LA. Okay, that's a terrible photo. Up here is the Getty Center. And I'm trying to get on this hill, but I'm not having any luck doing it. Because I wanted to show you this hill over here where there's all these multi-millionaire houses and there are several yeah. people, I think um, I've told, I've been told, I don't know if that's true, but that's Brentwood. So that's probably where it is. Uh, uh, Rupert Murdoch, he of the probably mm -hmm. worst influence on American culture, yeah. but then also, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. Scourge. He has a scourge of the world pretty much. He has a fucking yes. winery on that hill. Like some of the most valuable, yeah, that's a fuck you to the world, yeah. right? Like yeah. this is, this is the most valuable land in the world. And yeah. I have a winery there. Yeah. I just watched a special on him and who's going to be his ear. That's going to be a huge, huge thing when he dies. He's going right. to, you're, you're not going to be long, long, around much longer either. Yeah, he's, he's a scourge. Yeah, absolutely. He saw it all. He started with, yeah, he just go. started as a. So there we so go. Newspaper. Guy. Does the 405 go right up the side of the West Coast? No, 405 are connectors. Uh, anything with like a 05 is like a connector. 205, 405, those are like oh, okay. between two freeways. The I 5 uh, is the one that goes parallel. 
405 run parallel to each other, but the, it, 405 doesn't go the entire distance. It's just like in major cities. Oh, like okay. Seattle, like Seattle. We have, yeah, we have that 95 here that goes all the way up the coast. That's 93, 28. Do we have any like 405s? The I-95 goes straight through from Maine. All the yeah, way we have the Mass Pike. Mass Pike's kind of maybe, you know, it hits all the major cities. Springfield, Western, Boston. Goes the whole length of the state. I think that's all still a Pittsfield. I think that's I-70 or whatever. No, I-70. I-70 North, right? Yeah, you got like... I'm so yeah, bad at our streets. Bad, you got like a shitload of freeways in, in uh, California, though. Yeah. Yeah. Just there. yeah. I wrote the West traffic old cattle paths. <laughs> so the worst traffic I've ever experienced. That's the direct was George Washington Bridge, New York. This area that he's yeah. you guys. The Lincoln stuff. Tunnel at Rush Hour. Try the Lincoln Tunnel at Rush Hour. You'll think that again. George Washington Bridge is nothing. <laughs> What's that for? I said this area that you're showing them is ultra fucking elite expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. And it's I weird like because some of these houses area. don't look like oh, it, but yeah, these people are all multimillionaires. This is basically yeah, the same kind of neighborhood. Uh, right over the hill is where uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was supposed to be. Um, yeah. Only raised on the playground is where you spent. Yeah, I the most interesting houses, but there's nothing really that interesting on this particular street. Never mind. Oh, you like a, like a ghetto one bedroom apartment for you know, twenty three. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but what the no, that's in, no, that's around Malibu right there. Uh, this is technically Brentwood, but yeah, this is very, very Brentwood. I, I've heard of Brentwood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shows, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. It's yeah, this beautiful. this place is a treasure. And it's funny because right I didn't want right? to build this. And he was like, why the fuck would I endow a museum for people who are poor and shit? Right. He was that miserable, huh? Yeah. Because Carnegie was the opposite. Yeah. He, he did the absolute opposite. Gave all his wealth away. Yeah. Uh, he realizes. He realizes sin. All of it what pretty much is the same travertine. They imported because they have that kind of money. They imported the same travertine. Yeah. I can't remember from Italy. So literally, the entire building, basically inside and out, is wow. that particular stone. Wow. <clears throat> That's money. Well, that That's be. money. when you have like, yeah, it's huge well, money. We have we have one stone from. Not it's the most expensive fancy, stone you can get on the planet or something. Not friendly, you know, for architecture. Sorry. What's that, it's right? My friend, it's my friend with the import-export business and give me a good deal on all of it. Right. <laughs> Why not they let us go? Usually with uh, uh, Google, then, they'll let you walk into a museum, but I don't know. They're not letting us do it. His buddy owns the ship or he owns the ship. You oh, know, you know what? We can totally just walk into the Getty Museum. Oh, never mind. We could do a duck race. All right. Go for it. You're a non-profit, but you pay all your... Oh, I had it on dual share so they could see both our screens. Oh, shit. That's I was actually that. going to look to see if it was working. Ooh. Oh, there it goes. Try to, try to share again. Keep doing what you were doing. Oh, wait, where did I want? I wanted to go to Getty Museum. Inside the museum. Inside. That's how nonprofits work, right, Fumador? How so? Well, that's why a lot of them, that they're everything that to put into the nonprofit makes of money off of it, but nothing that the nonprofit doesn't show it. Yeah. So in the dog industry, if you have a nonprofit dog and you farm out the dogs, you force foster out the dogs, all that food is written off. Hmm. 
And then most of the people who adopt dogs. Oh, no, it doesn't do two at once. So. To, to the, to, for the fixing and all the shots and everything, which goes along with the line. But that's how they generate money by. Um, and then, then this place basically there's it's so well endowed they don't give a fuck uh the tickets are free everything like uh, i don't even think you pay for parking I, th- I think you i think you pay on some days or so i don't remember honestly literally to go here is fucking free it's 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 baller it's 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 really crazy and when you're in la there's really no excuse not to go there you can get like a, I th- you can mostly get same day tickets like you just walk up pretty much but a lot of times they ask you to there's probably ways to get in for free too and most museums no, have it's free, free. Tickets. It's, it's literally free no, it's literally free to get there oh yeah and, see like some of the museums around here aren't free yeah, Portland Art Museum is not free, but this one is free because it was endowed by Getty. So it's actually it's one of the few museums that is actually free, to be honest. This baller, I probably should have turned on. Uh, I want to go back to the Smithsonian. Can you do the duck race? Oh, All right. Yeah, I'll do the duck race. race. Okay, we can come back to Persepolis here in a second. That is actually right. crazy, though. They're having us walk around go. the reincarnation of Persepolis. Go for it. <laughs> delirium, delirium okay, everybody. what did i say we're winning uh lime river rose v2 oh fuck we just gave out lime river rose v2 you guys want to give out uh whoever in chat can just kind of decide uh uh, uh morgana v2 or lime river rose v2 go a lot of names where am i Good luck, everybody. Go D. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did it for two minutes. I forgot. So it's going to take several seconds. <clears throat> we'll do another one later in the show. So if you guys uh, missed out on this one or something, we'll do another one. I don't know, maybe an hour or something. The duck that's in the back, like 30 seconds or 45 seconds, will be the one that wins. Chops, he's like, soon my dog will do it. I love this blueberry kush. It sounds good. <laughs> Say what you want. I really enjoy blueberry crosses. You know, people make fun of it sometimes, but man, it, it always. I think blueberry always adds to a, a cross. The early finish helps the early finish. It seems your genetics in the blueberry. This one, every everything I've done by him that smells like uh, mixed berries or blue raspberries. There's so many costumes. Yeah, there's a there's a, a, a vampire duck, a strawberry duck again, unicorn duck, scuba diver duck. What is it like? Daredevil duck or no? No, it's probably like what's that red duck supposed to be? Is that like uh, Valentine's Day? Okay. Oh, you got the Roman duck. Oh, it's got birds on it, right? Oh, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, you got the turkey duck. Doctor, duck or something. Turkey duck, too. <laughs> you oh my God, there's a fucking Donald duck. <laughs> but like a Donald Trump duck. Fuck. Oh, there is a Donald Trump duck. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. It's tight. It's going to be El Russ. Who's it going to be? Where am I going? I think maybe if you type more in chat, it'd be T.O. coming up. T.O. Test Nugs. Stony Creek. 
Oh my goodness. That is an upset. Holy cow. That is an upset. Ladies and gentlemen, Stony Creek, congratulations with the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Duck. <laughs> Good job, Stony Creek. Email me, my friend. Uh, by the way, I guess, Stony, you can just decide, frankly. Uh, you want uh, Lime River Rose? Yeah, actually, you can choose. Uh, let's see here. You can okay. choose uh, Lime, R- R- Lime River Rose. Fuck. Actually, you know what? You can just pick whatever you want. Whatever on the menu. If you want it, just let me know. Stony Creek. Right on. Email me fumidor at chronictable.com, Stony. Right on. I have this up. D, what is that? A grilled cheese? It's supposed to be someone's face. <laughs> Made of soup. I'm sure what I'm eating, though. Dude, a grilled cheese sounds good. Uh, um, I'll take one. Right? How do you make your uh, grilled cheese uh, smash? Do you fry them or, or uh, uh, toast them, oven bake them? What do you do? I mean, it depends. So I always put butter on the outside. That's big or big if big. I'm doing it, yeah, if I'm doing it in the oven, I'll melt the butter and spread it and then toast it. But I usually try to do it with a, like a pan. Hmm. I'll give you a little secret to good grilled cheese. Toast the bread a little bit before you put the butter on it, fry it in the pan. Keeps the bread nice and crispy and it doesn't get soggy. It keeps it from getting soggy fast in the end as well. I squish mine too. But yeah, it's a must. You get a flat amount. Well, for me anyway. Or use soft butter and spread it super thin and then... Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you don't want it too greasy. That's a fact. Yeah, you gotta be careful with that oil. If you're not going to pre-toast that's it, fat. right? Yeah, that's fat. Yeah. One side, start it low, get that temperature, right temperature, check it, make sure it's not burning. Flip it. You know you got the right coating. Mm. I made a lot of grilled cheese in my good, life. Good bowl, of, good bowl of soup to go with it. I like grilled cheese tomato and bacon, too. It's one of my favorites. Really good bowl of soup. Oh, yeah. How much for the grilled cheese and how much for the beer with what I heard all the time? How much at the dead, dead shows in the, in the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We bring enough grilled cheese. There's enough beer. And if we sold this many grilled cheese and this many beer, you had enough to pay for the day. That's cool. Once you had the grilled cheese gone, it was time to do the first walk. And right, right. Yeah. That's good. Oh, God. When I lived on Calm Avenue, Brighton is just George of memory. Just, just, uh, I live right on. It's in Brighton, Austin, you know, BC. It's right on the BC, our campus for BC and BU housing and uh, a couple other small schools. <clears throat> Actually, MIT, I think, was on the other side. But anyway, BC, Austin College. Yeah, boy. Yeah, Boston College, yeah. and Boston University on the other side. But um, we used to stand out, you know. This was in 1984-85, that summer. <clears throat> so all the summer kids were still in town. But it wasn't, you know, it was a Friday, Saturday night. We'd be out. But I lived in an apartment right on the first floor, right on Calm App, which is nowadays almost untouchable. Back then, though, you could afford it. And uh, we'd have a huge frigate, just one of those old-fashioned, Round grills, man. Everybody getting out of the bars. And we'd, we'd have chicken, hot dogs, occasionally have steak, the steak tips or something like that. But 
burgers, chicken wings. Just cooking as everybody's getting out of the bars because it's just packed with bars down right there. That's where we're uh, Harvard at. In, uh, Harvard at right now in Carmel. There must be like 20 bars in the four block area. So anyway, we'd stand out there with all the drunks coming out and drinking, passing out food. And we'd trade off food for, you know, extracurricular activities. Uh, we'd have a party every night, though. Every single <laughs> night that summer. Still get up in the morning at 5 a.m. to go out and work my ass off. But back then I could do it. <laughs> it just jogged a memory. Just talk about the grilled cheese and being able to afford to do stuff. Mm. Yeah, those were fun days, man. Holy shit. When I was dating a captain of Brookline Police's daughter, Karen. She went to the FBI, man. That's my girl. I was a really freaking dated idiot, so. Girls had to have a brain and they weren't in my circle. Hey, so for, hey, for me, when you uh, make seeds, if you're, if you're making a batch, I'm, how many, I mean, do you, are you doing big plants? Cause you know, those plants I do, every plant I've always done, man, they're like five to 10,000 seeds always. Huh. Just depends. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to get into the details necessarily, but sometimes yeah, it might yeah, have yeah, a little yeah. bit of a crowded situation or sometimes it's not very crowded. Depends on what I'm working on. Sometimes if I just need seeds for myself, uh, I've pollinated some plants and veg before, you know, I said before, like, especially my Ruby Jack eight, a few other things, they have enough pistols and stuff on there. I can literally just spray some pollen on there and they'll have a hundred seeds. Uh, you so, go. you know, if you only need a hundred seeds, you don't have to even go through the trouble. Uh, but, um, you know, you can get a fair amount of seeds. So like, how do I say this? Like, uh, well, I'm just curious. Cause I'm just always, every time I've had to clean them, I still have from that first batch two years ago, I still have about a half pound in there to clean. Oh, I bet. Of two different two plants, I didn't finish out of that batch. So there were just so many seeds. Doesn't that just blow you away, though? That they built all this stuff like two, three thousand years ago. Yeah, man, we didn't have anything to do, man. They <laughs> had plenty to do, but you know, just had different. Oh wait, no, I scrolled this way. Okay. What is that? What are we looking at? We're looking at uh, Persepolis. Mosque? In, oh wow! Uh, uh, Back in Iran. Yeah. Oh, Iran. You're in Iran. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Where at? What part? Uh. That's a great question. Are you? Hold on. Are you? Look, is it north or south of uh, Baghdad? Uh, Iran. Are you it's... Oh, you're in Iran. I'm sorry, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, right. By the way. Uh, the Iranians are still look at that like, uh, right in the middle. Well, no, 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 towards the bottom, I guess. Uh, how interesting! It's an old culture, like it's a culture that basically fell apart, and there's not a lot of people there now. Um, I mean, I guess there's still people, but there's no like major cities there now. Uh, Tehran, Isfahan, all these different bigger cities are far north. Um, super interesting. There are all these uh, uh, civilizations in the the uh, Middle East, like the Hittites and stuff, that yeah. collapsed. They were these gigantic Babylonians, empires. yeah, gigantic <laughs> empires yeah. that literally just Mennonites. Yeah. Yep. World's changed a lot. Just a I'm studying years. that because that used to be considered the breadbasket of the world, yep. and they changed it right to more south. 
Yeah. Some went away, but the culture didn't necessarily go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why it was the height of knowledge. I mean, that's where all the friggin' scholars were and, and all the best, you know, for the times, art and culture and everything else was right there. Hey, look at, look at Cairo real quick. Back then, it was the center of the world. Literally. South, southwest. Yeah, there's yeah. City, there's a city right southwest of Cairo. Right. Oh, sorry. I'd love to go there. I would love to go there. Giza? I'd love to see the Nile, man, and the uh, the, the canal. I would love yeah. to see the friggin' Suez, baby. Hmm. Can you mean in the pyramids? Oh, I have always dreamt of going to see mm-hmm. just all those beautiful, beautiful places so long ago. Oh my god, just to stand there. So hot, so cold, nothing growing. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, look at that right out here. What city Probably are you talking about? Uh, October 6th. It's right outside of Cairo. Well, maybe it's further outside of the south. Was it Cairo I was looking at? Yeah, it was Cairo I was looking at. Egypt. It's southwest. But maybe I go further out. Or maybe I forgot already. Holy shit. Uh, it was a city called October 6th. I saw it. It, just, it, was so, it seemed so odd right outside of a major capital. I mean, you know what's odd out of, out of a major capital? Oh, shit. Hold on. It was a major capital. I was thinking it was, I, I thought it was Cairo. I was looking at it. This is what I'm, I, th- I'm trying to show this without it actually zooming out. Okay. Uh, I get lost in maps sometimes, man. You know, I, no, I, I don't blame you. Holy shit. Maps are fascinating. But look at this. Speaking of southwest of Cairo. Like you're here, you are in freaking Egypt, and it's this like city of I can't even remember how many fucking million people, and there there's literally go. like these how many thousand year old pyramids, like five thousand year old pyramids. They say the pyramids were as old to uh 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 hold on, fuck the pyramids were as old to Cleopatra as no fuck I'm there it is right the there comparison. Too. Yeah, so the uh, I'm trying to remember the comparison because basically we think of Cleopatra as being ancient, but actually these pyramids were far more ancient to her than they are to even us, uh, uh, than she is to us. Oh, I can, maybe that's what it is, basically, the comparison. Uh, to her, the pyramids were older than she is to us because they were. They're like 4,000 years old. They were 4,000 years old to her, I think. Here, let me look up the fucking age of the Great Pyramid of uh, Cheops. But this is literally like right outside the city and people keep trying to actually like build around it basically like as you can see there's already like entire settlements around the city they they had That's it like it was encroaching but then finally they started surrounding and they're like no okay you can't build on the pyramid but i guess you can build around it right that city i was talking about <laughs> directly west there i saw it from uh the pyramids uh, oh maybe Merkaz or something right there it's called october 6th so, oh there you go so what's the story about it that was just weird. I saw I'd never seen a town named that. I just, it just it oh, stuck gotcha. out. Gotcha. Behind the pier, like, uh, I watched, I don't know, you know, I watch all those travel vloggers and stuff. The ones you watch, I watch Bald Sam. I watched the other ones I showed you, Yes Theory. They say there's a, uh, the honesty guide uh, kind of shows you about the scams and stuff. I like those ones that show you, like, where to travel and how to avoid, like, local tourist traps and stuff so if you go to the great pyramids that you'll see a lot of people with camels trying to give you rides don't support them those they treat those camels like shit yeah, like true. 
that they they try to charge you for a ton of money that 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 for like a little walk. It's it's insane. Going to the so, by the way, we're looking at Wikipedia Dutch that it translated for us. I love the internet. Like in the face of all the dumb bullshit you find on the internet, you can fucking accidentally find yourself on the Dutch Wikipedia. But Second still, New Cairo. A city was called Second New Cairo. It means there's a first New Cairo. Oh, I bet. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> the rounds a suburb. Oh, How do you no, we're not Cairo. We just moved from there. We all, we were claiming this is the second time. In Dutch. <laughs> all right, this is ridiculous. We're just going to switch to. It's like uh, what's that? East East Dubuque. Funny. Dubuque, Moscow, Idaho. Twenty-one million people. So it only has. Look at how green it is. Twenty-one million people. Look at how green it's like it half is. desert, half green. Oh well, I mean, it's on the what Egypt or what? Cairo? What are you talking about, Smash? Oh, just like it looks like there's actually some agricultural purposes. Oh no, I mean that that's the Nile River. It's right on the Nile, basically. The Nile yeah. is the heart of Egypt. That was always the very green. Like the Nile is very fertile. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, everything else in Egypt is very unfortunate. Well, I heard the Nile. They, they depend on those true. floods every year. Well, they used to anyway. Depend on the Nile flooding every year. Yeah. So they used to do like <clears throat> they used to dig tunnels and they would plant in between them, and they would let the water flood the the plain, and they would have little islands of crops. Hmm. We have This is not it. Uh, where was I looking up? The most important Muslim university is in Cairo. What's it called? I can't remember. But that's where, like, uh, how do I say? That's where, what am I trying to say? That's basically where everyone, like, oh, is a Muslim allowed to eat whatever the shit? Some some random thing. They would basically go to this one. Okay, what is Do it? you know they make apps for the Muslim people that, like, show them where to pray? Oh, and this guy, sure. was, yeah, yeah. yeah, this guy was testing it, and he was like, it's, they're off all of them almost. That's actually not an accident. One of the reasons why, uh, uh, so people don't know this now, because uh, Islamic culture now is not synonymous with high education or anything else, but for several hundred years, uh, uh, the Islamic world was the absolute center. What Charlie's farm was saying, uh, Baghdad, a few other places, Cordoba in Spain, they were the absolute oh, okay. centers of learning. And Europe was just dumb, bumblefuck dipshits. Literally, Europe was a complete irrelevance, and all the European scholars that were worth a shit would go to Cairo or Baghdad or freaking uh, uh, Cordoba and hang out and literally speak in uh, Arabic languages, different Arabic languages, of course, uh, uh, at these different places. Uh, one of the reasons why Islamic scholarship developed, actually, in terms of scientific uh, uh, research and philosophy and everything else, was uh, because of the, the requirement that Muslims look to Mecca. Uh, to pray. And so you had to know, okay, which direction is Mecca? And the Muslim world uh, became really big, really fast. Within like 200 years after the Prophet, by 800, there was this huge Muslim world all the way to Indonesia and all these different places. And they literally had no idea which direction to pray. So they had to figure out, okay, telescopes and freaking, uh, um, I can't think of all the different uh, 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 tools that you find. Instruments. Yeah, the instruments that they basically use. But that led to the education, mathematics, and all this different stuff. So it's, it's so, not accident, actually. I, I think it was when one of the YouTubers were following Syria, they were talking about, like, one of the first temples ever built, like, is from the Middle East. Like, it, it had... 
I think the only competing culture with it would be the, the Chinese for what, how do we say, uh, like written down history, like the, like the Chinese are very good at writing down their history. We're a very young country. Um, so the Muslims have a rich history, but the fighting between different groups seems to be blowing up some of the most iconic and, and, and most, uh, yeah. Religious sites. Yeah, you know, the most important places are not like that because the most important places are in places like Cairo and stuff. And Cairo hasn't hasn't been at war or anything. But I, I know what you mean. I had a friend years ago. Uh, uh, well, his mom actually is the person who told me, and his mom was like a big fish in Turkey. Well, not a big fish. She wasn't a big fish, but she had been a big fish. She was like the first female journalist in all of Turkey, and this and this. And this. Uh, she told me that uh, Islam is going through their Middle Ages. That's open to interpretation, of course, but she, I don't think, was wrong. And, you know, the, 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 the Christian world had a fucking, they had a hell of a time with the, 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 the Inquisition and everything else when we were burning witches at the fucking stake and all this different stuff. Christian world was fucking nuts. It's possible the Islamic world is going through that nuts phase right now. Um, you might be able to help me with this. Um, if I show you a place, you think you can help me identify it? Maybe. Okay, hold on. Let me get a good. Uh... So, this place? in Syria. Oh, that was the that was when they blew up Palmyra. Yeah, that was very sad. Palmyra. That's what it was called. Okay, a there lot of the history. Dude, it's 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 so sad. The 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 head of Syrian antiquities basically hid a bunch of stuff. And he, only he himself hid it so that nobody else would know so that they wouldn't get tortured. And so the Islamic State guys literally tortured him. He was an old man, too. He was like a 70-year-old man or something. They literally tortured him for like a week to, to find out if uh, wherever these antiquities were. He wouldn't fucking tell him. He yeah. wouldn't fucking tell him. The guy just, they even did grave robbing looking for shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those hor horrifying people. Horrifying fucking people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, whatever that place is, they say it's one of the oldest, oldest places on Earth. Palmyra was really lovely. The, the, uh, what's his face? Uh, Balden bankrupt that guy I've talked about before. He was just in Afghanistan and he went to Bemeon. I like his friends a little bit better. Simon. And then there's another one. You're right. Bald is for sure. Some kind of a fucking pervert, but his shows are entertaining. So I guess that's why I still watch it. Oh, but he, is, he just loves the fucking party. Yeah, that's what it is. Hey guys, I got a jet. I got an early night, early morning. Cheers, buddy. Love you guys. Oh, Charlie, are yes. you still trying to come to the Harvest Cup Sunday? Yes. This okay. Sunday? Uh, upcoming, yeah. Yes, I am. I'm going to try and come for sure. I'll bring some Organa for you to try. Nice, dude. Oh, awesome, man. That's a very generous, brother. I appreciate it, buddy. All right, I'll, I'll see you guys there. hopefully Tuesday. Tuesday. Be safe. Be good. Later, man. Be safe. Uh, fuck, I thought I was going to have a guest, but I don't think I am this week. Uh, let's see here. Is it next Saturday? It might be next Saturday that we have uh, Sweet BD. So not D's evil twin, but uh, could be. Could be her evil twin, his evil twin. Uh, she's going to be... Uh, uh, she, oh, I didn't mean to stop. The show. Brains? It's going to be tons of brains. Tons brains. and tons of brains. Uh, no, she's going to be... This performing. Saturday. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, the 12th, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, that's the days of the... Uh, event oh right 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 well i'll be here i'll probably be 
somewhere I can do it with my phone if, if I'm not home. So the Taliban blew these things up. Oh, so actually, the video I have shows them walking into the grave. Statues. Uh, yeah, I never I heard about it. I just never went and looked at all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Here, let me see real quick. I'll, I'll show a little bit more of what you're showing. Never been to that part of the world. So this was beautiful, man. Look at it. That's Syria. That's a different place. But yeah, that was actually an old Roman temple. Yeah. It's probably a couple thousand years old. Yeah. There's supposed to be a king down there. They looted it. Yeah. yeah. They sold a bunch of art too. You know, they made out like they uh, uh, destroyed it all, but no, they sold a bunch of uh, uh, art. That's actually one of the reasons why they were torturing that guy. Cause he knew where a bunch of really irreplaceable stuff was that would go for huge money on the international market. Cause antiquities are super, super uh, uh, in, in demand basically. Um, what was I going to say? There's, there's been a, like a, an illicit trade in antiquities for years. And when you go to a number of different countries, when you do buy antiquities, cause you still can't actually buy things. Uh, uh, you have to have a cert- like certificate that it was legally purchased basically. So if they catch you like with a piece and this happens all the time, people will fucking take a piece of Roman statue, you know, like it's on the ground and they'll just literally rip off a fucking piece of statue and they'll put it in their suitcase or whatever and try to take it back to Germany or something. And if they catch you with that, Oh, you're in fucking trouble. You're actually going to get busted. Like in Israel, you're gonna be fucking in big trouble. Um, they don't fuck around at all. But um, yeah, the Syrian, uh, uh, Syrian civil war, the Iraq war, all of that basically led to a huge uh, trade in illegal. Uh, What's, you might fight. know this place. It's the same as Syria, but I don't know the building name. Some mosque, probably. Pretty beautiful. Mm-hmm. Old school, for sure. That was a very early style of uh, Islamic architecture. That was kind of the same style as the. See, I love architecture and stuff. Looking at, like, I don't know, I've always learned it out. Even in Boston, like, I'll be walking down the street and I'll stop and I'll look at, like, some of the buildings have the most intricate stuff carved on the outside of them. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Let's see, there's a picture inside. Come on. That's a trip. These are pictures. Look at that. Look at the tiles on the outside of that. Those are all tiles. Isn't that baller? Come on, I'm trying to show the inside. Isn't it? Yeah. I've actually seen that currently. There's actual rock, and it's still like that. You walk in, you can actually see it. That's the quote. That's actually Jerusalem. That's a, a panorama right there. Is the Mount of Olives? Uh, that's the old city wall of Jerusalem. Actually, you know what? That's the new old city wall of Jerusalem. That's a Crusader wall right there. Uh, if I can zoom in, yeah. You the, Mongolian throw that build that. What's that? What's that? D? I was just wondering if the Mongolians built that city wall. <laughs> the Mongolians? No. Uh, this wall was built by Christian Crusaders from like the <laughs> 1200s, something like that. So uh, is uh, Jerusalem has been conquered, I think it's literally like 50 times because it's, it's right in the middle of the Middle East. Uh, the Jews were never a big people. Uh, uh, it was just like, honestly, it was a waypoint, frankly. It was a waypoint for a lot of armies between one big place and another big place. So they would just kind of accidentally conquer uh, Jerusalem while they were at it. Uh, so you see, for example, here, you'll see at the very, very bottom, you'll actually actually see the old Roman uh, uh, 
uh, the Roman stuff, fucking gigantic blocks, basically. That's how you know they're the Roman blocks, because they were the Romans always did everything fucking next level. And they're these absolutely just gigantic goddamn stones that are all perfect. They're all fucking perfect, smooth, perfect, level. Uh, the the old Roman temple that the Romans built was level. Mind you, it's like 500 yards. No, 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 it's not that big. It's like maybe 300 yards across. It's a pretty big fucking complex. And the thing was leveled to within a quarter of an inch all the way across. So if you poured a little bit of water, it would very, 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 very slowly pour across to the thing for a few days until it finally got to the other side. That's freaking construction right there. But um, the Roman temple was uh, uh, destroyed and then rebuilt basically later on a little bit by uh, some of the some of the Muslim occupiers when they basically wanted to build the Dome of the Rock. Uh, uh, and then the Crusaders came and occupied the place and they rebuilt the walls and the Muslims beat them back. And then the Crusaders came back again, just fucking on and on and on. And on. But uh, let's see here. I hope I'm not missing for it. No, I think I'm right. I think I'm right that this right here is the Mount of Olives right here. And there's just an absolute shit ton of graves. I think we can see some of them over there. And all of the graves, basically, the people are uh, uh, buried. It's all uh, 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 Jewish people, actually. And they're all buried, basically, I think, facing this gate right here, which is uh, purported to be the gate that the Messiah will come back and open that gate and basically, apparently, lead those people to whatever, some fucking great future or some shit. I think we're all going to be waiting for a while, but anyway. And there was much rejoicing. And there was Yay. much rejoicing. Yay. <laughs> the video of the Dome of the Rock. Not, not the cat, the car. A V12. Okay, what the fuck is this guy? I've been looking for a burnout race car type thing. Oh, that's like a reconstruction of it or something. Never mind. You've been looking for a burnout racer? Yeah, I want to get a car soon to just beat on. So, uh, do you ever, do you ever uh, see how much it costs to gild the Congress house? That, uh, whatever it's called. You know the dome on the house? fuckers gilded. What's Gilded domes, baby. We got some gilded domes for you. I wonder if it's real gold. These people, yeah, this actually is real gold. Um, it's mm. uh, it's apparently a big honor to pay for the gilding, and so like uh, really wealthy Muslim families will pay for the gilding every once in a while. So it actually is real gold, and it it looks like it. You see it from a long way away. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Where's the Wailing Wall? That's the Wailing Wall right there. That's the most. So that right there, you can barely. Is that see where people it. go and put notes in? That's it. Uh, that's the most holy site for Jews, uh, and the reason why is because this whole temple complex used to be the site of the second temple, but it was destroyed basically after the whole time of actually. You guys probably remember this after Jesus and everything else. Shortly after that, the Romans went fucking ham, and the the, the Jews actually had a whole revolt and blah blah blah. And the Romans stamped it yeah. the fuck down, and they in the process destroyed actually their own temple. Uh, the temple that they had built basically for the Jews. Ptolemy built it for the Jews. Uh, and then they kind of tore it apart. They were like, fuck you too. And they basically literally shoved these like 40 ton blocks off the top of the the um, the complex. And until actually modern times, there's like dents 
in the fucking ground from these gigantic uh, uh, blocks being fucking tossed, you know, a, a couple dozen yards or whatever. Down Can you show a picture of the wall with the notes in it? That's so cool. I think it's, well, not cool. It's interesting as hell. Oh, it was a siege for three and a half years. It was 66 to 73. And they say, boom, came through and through the wall. They finally went through and finished it in 70. Uh, and then they went through the rest of the land and slaughtered the rest of them. And see how, uh, I guess. Holy oh, wait, no. Come on, open, please. All right, I'm frozen. Uh, for some reason, it won't. Oh, yours is frozen? It just says, yeah, mine just says, because me, they're sitting there frozen. Oh, shit. No, nah, I can see yours. Uh, I guess what I was going to point out is that uh, the stone is dark from people like kissing it and touching it, which is just kind of gross to me every time I look at it. But uh, I don't know, people are like that, I guess. But it's funny. Oh shit! Isn't there like a stone in Ireland that people go and kiss and like yeah, the like locals Killarney piss on whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the story is the locals go and piss on it late at night and tourists kiss it during the day. <laughs> That's awful. So those huge stones at the bottom are the Roman stones. And then above that were like Islamic, uh, 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 I can't remember what they called themselves at the time, but anyway, the, the Islamic, uh, the Palestinian kind of, um, <clears throat> I can't think of the fucking guy's name right now. What's the big leaders guy's name that beat the, the, the crusaders. Oh, it'll come to me anyway. And then the crusaders basically built on top of that and on and on and on. They just kept adding basically to it. The stone is expensive, you know? that's one of the reasons why the pyramids are so fucked up. They used to be like ice smooth, but all the locals took basically blocks off because they're like, Oh shit, free stones. Uh, and they built their houses out of like pyramid blocks. Can you imagine? I would just think every time I think about that, I'm like, it's a good thing that those Pharaohs weren't actually gods. Can you imagine like stealing an actual gods, like pyramid stones? Repurposing, man. Right, I don't think he'd take too kindly. He'd be like, You're stealing my stones, I will smite thee. Oh, the Balarney stone. <laughs> Is there a, That's a lot of rocks to do it upside down? I can see how easy it would be to piss on it, too. Yeah, it's right on the ground. So, what why do you have to kiss it? Is it luck or what? I don't it? know. Um, it's carboniferous limestone. That's my favorite kind of limestone. Kissing the stone endows the kisser with the gift of gab. The stone was set into a tower of a castle in 1446. I wonder if we can get a better picture. I hope so. Can you see me? I see nothing but black on my. No, I see you. I wonder if anyone's ever swapped left or something. I don't know. It won't let me do anything. I know, right, Smashed? I mean, I guess they have those, you know what? I think you answered the question yourself because they have those bars there because people probably fell to their knees. <laughs> yeah, fell. Yeah. You're now supposed just, to be yeah. good lucky and smart. They get the one kid that fits through it. Right. I mean, that's a pretty big space, honestly. Yeah. Pow, right? The kiss of says, right? Hop on, folks. Come and join us. We're, we're, uh, uh, I don't know. We're, 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 we're trying to conversate, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about Persepolis and everything else. Oh, I didn't even finish showing you guys Persepolis. Reimagined. If you guys don't want to see Persepolis, 
Hop on here. Oh, I have to scroll on this one. Lasso statues. We've seen those already. I just popped three. I popped a couple more of the Gorilla Glue just because I want to see if it was that one seed or what. Um, I popped Terp Town, which is wedding pie to birthday cake and uh, a blueberry Kush S1. Mm. Sometimes people forget that. Wait, where are we scrolling? Okay. People forget like that. that people back then were not dumber. They just didn't know as much stuff as we do. You know, but they were just as clever. They had just as many dreams and fucking, you know. They were intelligent for their time. There was intelligent people intelligent and there was not time. intelligent people. Yeah, I mean, but, but the point is, like, other than all the weird shit you've learned in your life, there's no difference between you and these people. You know I mean? Well, we have technology, like our technology has gone so much farther. That's the only thing that separates us. We can Google something nowadays. Look how intricate this all was. They had to do it like books and sometimes books you couldn't get like. Books were super hard to get back then. They didn't have printing presses. You know, that was a big deal. Uh, when Gutenberg in Germany figured out how you could actually make like, uh, uh, first it was uh, just uh did he have movable type or not? No, movable type came later. He had to actually create like a, a, a plate basically and you couldn't actually re rearrange the, the type. I can't remember honestly how his press worked. But anyway, uh, uh, to make any kind he of- He used arrangement, like lead aloe blocks. Yeah, and that took forever to arrange. Uh, uh, and uh, how do I say this? That was a major achievement because you could actually print the same sheet over and over and over again instead of having some asshole literally hand draw it. And so, for example, I love Persian miniatures, uh, which are basically these books that are uh, uh, hand inscribed by some monk somewhere. And then they, because the book was already super expensive, they were like, fuck it, we're going to embellish it basically with cool drawings and, and uh, 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 stories and stuff, little vignettes basically. And made, they made these books just absolutely fucking gorgeous basically for the only people who could afford a handmade book, which was Sultan's for super fucking rich people. But uh, after Gutenberg, uh, uh, first basically he printed the Bible pretty much. Uh, after that, you could literally, like every house could, I mean, it was expensive at the time. It was still, you know, probably the expense. If you remember like the Encyclopedia Britannica salesman, it was probably the price of like an Encyclopedia Britannica set. It was probably over 1200 bucks, but at least you could afford a fucking Bible instead of back when most people didn't know how to read. Cause I mean, a fucking book cost the equivalent of a car, you know, not to mention, where are you going to go to school? You know, if you're not an aristocrat or somebody, where where the fuck are you going to go to school? I think um, Benjamin Franklin had his hand in printing too, but I think Gettysburg or, or Gutenberg. Uh, Benjamin Franklin was like a couple, 300 years later after uh, Gutenberg. Uh, Benjamin Franklin invented a ton of shit. You're right. He probably did have something with uh, perfecting. I don't even know. but he, I don't remember what he, I know he did have something with perfecting. Complex is baller. And isn't this cool? Well, it was we can walk around France. and tour this. Pardon? So printing was invented in France in uh, 1440. Uh, and then he returned to Menzine several years later. And by 1450, had a printing machine perfected and ready to use commercially. Who was that? Uh, no, Gutenberg probably. Benjamin Franklin. He he invented the uh, 
fax machine when he was out there with his uh with his kite and his keys and I got struck. Fun fact, Joe the- Pietri invented the Cadillac. He was holding oh, the new Cadillac Blackhawks are so sexy. I am Darius, king of Xerxes or some shit. Come on. Wait. Why won't there we go? Right. Yeah. Still wow, look at that. So that's the real life view. It's probably not there, but where is it actually? Oh, you know what? That's probably actually at the Getty. I wonder. That looks like it's there. The short sword. That's what she said. <laughs> the whole I like how they like digitalized like the tour. Yeah. Like the whole building's digitalized. Yeah, isn't that baller? Begun by Xerxes and completed by his son oh. successor, Artax Artaxerxes One. You can go to these places in VR, I think. Dude, that would be sick. I think oh, that's, that's the one advantage you got. Wait, what do they say? No empire lasts forever. Persepolis would eventually fall. Look at that. Alexander the Great invaded Persia and set fire to Persepolis. The remains of the city have endured. This way. Uh, come on. In his defense, the uh, fucking uh, Persians were super douchey to Alexander. What am I trying to look at here? All right, where were we? This is super cool that you can do all this stuff online. I remember, <clears throat> what's the, we should look that up next. What is it? Not the Louvre, but maybe the Prado Museum in, hold on. I'm well, forgetting which museum. So, you can. Have, there's a few museums you can actually walk around the, the virtual exhibit. Delman said uh, China beat uh, Gettenberg by 400 years. Uh, China did invent writing, period. I believe they found... Pottery invented almost everything. They invented paper. They invented freaking stuff. Yeah, but I think he's the one that brought it. He he made it mechanical. I I will put it that way. Because I know they have like, uh, what are they called? They've always had stamps because their writing's a little bit different. And then calligraphy is amazing. I don't know how to do Chinese writing, but it, it's it's interesting. Oh, for sure. Uh, no, China, one of the reasons why China is so, um, this is like a thing, you know, with cultures. Uh, uh, how do I say this? Actually, speaking of uh, uh, Chinese people, Sun Tzu said that uh, you should always give your enemy uh, an exit or he will fight basically until the last man. And this is kind of what you see with China. Like they feel like they, that nobody gave them an exit. Uh, they had their like 200 years of, uh, what do they call it? 200, 200 years of embarrassment or something where basically the Europeans who mind you were basically uh, yokels compared to China, like for 
literally a couple thousand years, China had stuff that the West wanted uh, from the Romans to the, to the Crusaders to the fucking modern Europeans. And the, none of the Europeans had anything the Chinese wanted except for gold. Literally, they didn't have anything nice enough the Chinese gave a fuck about, except that gold is rare. And the Chinese were like, all right, we'll take gold too. Uh, gold will work. So basically, other than like precious metals and gold and stuff, uh, the Europeans couldn't pay them anything because they literally didn't have any interest. They invented everything already. Um, where am I babbling about this? In Germany around 1440, goldsmith Johannes Gutenberg invented the movable type printing press. Okay, so that was the movable type. So before that, there was a printing press but it basically was, you had to carve a whole sheet and that basically was almost as time consuming as writing the fucking thing yourself. But on the bright side, I guess, you could still stamp stuff before that and you're right smashed. I think the Chinese invented the fixed plate press, I guess. Uh, what does it say here? Modeled on the design of existing screw presses, a single Renaissance movable type printing press could pr produce up to 3,600 pages per workday compared to 40 by hand printing and a few by hand copying. Gutenberg's uh, uh, newly devised hand mold made possible the precise and rapid creation of metal movable type in large quantities. His two inventions, the hand mold and the movable type printing press, together drastically reduced the cost of printing books and other documents in Europe, particularly for shorter print runs. That was the thing. Hmm. Pretty cool, though. Yeah, Dude, I love cashews. Oh, cashews are really great. Uh, funny that the, the, the cashew comes from like a nut, most of which you can't eat, but then like this little tiny part of it that you can. It's pretty fucking funny. What else was I going to look up? I was going to look up uh, something else. What was it? Cashew fruit. It's really sweet. And then nut hangs below it off a stem. And then you got to bake the nut to get it out of the outer casing. And then you got the cashew. That looks like a cashew that's hanging. It looks like that shape on the hanging on the nut below. But it's, yeah. The one per fruit. <laughs> I'm growing in Puerto Rico. I can't see any of them. It sucks. My screen, my screen is not working. There's been this, uh, I don't even know, like, wave of uh, climate protesters spreading and the mashed potatoes and shit on art. Gluing their hands to it and shit. That's like we like i don't understand why you're gonna play with art like dude you could be doing something way more like you're ruining pieces of like history i mean most of them they're smart enough to protect but i heard they got to some of them the british museum is, is sick these guys basically stole everything what's the moment they stole uh, museum of Modern Art. That's a really killer museum in New York. Uh, they stole. Okay, why isn't that working? Uh, the British are exceptionally good at stealing Greek and other people's art. Basically, everybody's art. So they stole like all the Greek marbles and all this different stuff. And all these countries, Egypt, and everybody wants it all back. But yeah, they're, they're asking like, for it back. Uh, stiff upper shoulder, stiff upper lip, chill chap. Uh, 
So, those, so pretty much players, they conquered everyone. They stole all their shit, brought it home, and now everyone wants it back. A little bit. Not just them. They all did. Where we want to head? Let's go to. Let's go. To, I don't know. Okay, I don't, we were talking about Asia. Let's go to Asia. I didn't do it. Let's go to Asia AD. That is killer. Look at that. You can go to any time, any place. That is sick. Look at that. What, let's look at Africa, 2 million BC. What the shit? That is next level cool. Look at that. You feel like a freaking, you feel like a time lord or some shit. This is how Doctor Who travels the universe. He's like, well, I'd like to know more about uh, whatever the fuck. Uh, 500, 100 BC in Europe. The Holcomb Mirror. Find out more. In 1967, the Devon Archaeological Society heard that a Roman mosaic pavement had been found by a farmer near Oplim in East uh, Devon. The society uh, started archaeological excavations at the site in 1969 and discovered a Roman villa. In 1970, a volunteer on the dig, Nicholas Rial, was excavating a pit found under the floor of one of the rooms in the villa. The pit belonged to a farmer's settlement on which the villa was later built. In the bottom of the pit, Rial found an Iron Age bronze mirror, which was placed there during the first century AD. The mirror is made from bronze and is decorated uh, with a symmetric, symmetrical Celtic or Latin design. The decoration is on the back of the mirror with the polished reflective face on the other side. The intricate design is now difficult to see because it has been badly corroded, having been buried for 2,000 years. In fact, when the mirror was found, uh, uh, it was not possible to see any decoration on the mirror plate at all. It was only after it had been carefully cleaned by conservators at the British Museum that the design was revealed. Hinged brass. Where was it found? Uh, somewhere near Cambridge, uh, basically in England. It was found like pretty much where someone left it like 2,000 years ago. Crazy, eh? This, yeah. is, this is baller. You can literally explore time and place through this. So let's go to Asia AD 1300. Like, the warm America got back there. Korean porcelain. Look at that. What's that? Uh, See what the American dot back there is. The American dot in... AD 14. Knife with a mosaic handle. Yeah, that's baller. Oh, that's sick. Look at that. So where was this found? This was found Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Handled this knife is carved from a single piece of cedro wood. The former crouching man dresses an eagle warrior. The warrior looks out from the open beak of the eagle headdress and clasps the haft of the flint knife. The haft of this blade is bound with cord made from maguey uh, fiber and uh, coated with pale yellow, yellow proteum resin. The eagle warrior mosaic is made from turquoise, shell, and malachite. These four kinds of shell are used. Red spondylus, or thorny oyster. White conch, uh, queen conch, and mother of pearl. Pine resin is used to hold the mosaic in place and provides the decorative inlay. How cool is that? Oh, what about like Tutankhamun's meteor blade? Remember that thing? Yeah, that was one of the, that's always a trip for me. That was one of the rarest pieces of steel, or, or actually iron at the time. Um, what is it? Here, let's go to Tutankhamun's meteoric iron dagger. This is always a trip. This is always worth a, a, a look. Basically, there was a time 
when it was so rare, like I have a pocket knife that has harder steel than uh, that knife. You know, like this, this knife basically would outperform that knife all day, every day. But this knife is not made from a fucking meteorite. So Tutankhamun's meteoric iron dagger, also known as Tutankhamun's iron dagger and King Tut's dagger, is an iron-bladed dagger from the tomb of the ancient Egyptian pharaoh Tutankhamun, uh, 1334 to 1325 BC. So 3,300 years ago, 3,350 years ago, actually. Uh, as the blade composition and homogeneity closely correlate with meteorite composition and homogeneity, the material for the blade, the blade is determined to have originated by way of a meteoric landing. The dagger is currently displayed at the Egyptian Museum in Cairo. It probably used to be at the British Museum until they fucking got it back. Uh, what's the story here? Uh, where was the freaking... Uh, where was the freaking city here? Hold on. See, oh, I love... It doesn't say... What's that? I love all blades and stuff, like oh, old, yeah. old history. Yeah. I love Forged in Fire, that show, because they always make them make, like, old school blades or ancient blades. Oh, gotcha. Uh, I haven't watched that. Uh, I think I used to watch that one. Forged in Fire. Oh, yeah, I definitely don't. I don't have, like, uh, cable channel. Yeah, see, Japanese katanas, they've done everything. Hmm. That's cool. Four bladesmiths compete in a three-round elimination contest to forge bladed weapon weapons with the overall winner receiving ten thousand bucks. That's awesome. Right on. Up on folks, if you guys don't want to talk about archaeology the entire fucking evening. I mean, I don't know, I guess we can take off for the evening, but uh how do you, you think uh a conversation? How do you think a V V twelve Jaguar would be for a burnout car? Like an E-type? That's basically my favorite car ever. Yeah, I mean, for it's not very reliable, but it's it's the most fucking gorgeous car I think ever made. Laura XJS. Well, it's pretty solid. They're expensive to repair, though. I, uh, over the years, I've had a couple of friends who had them, and if anything goes wrong, unless you know how to do it yourself, uh, plus I think they have a full Lucas electrical system and they don't call lucas the prince of darkness for nothing it would be cool uh, i don't know I, anything I, i'm looking for something fun and interesting you know like there's a lot of like you guys aren't into the car scene as much like but like there's a lot of burnout contests that you guys probably never heard about there's one big one down in florida there's one in there's a couple in new york like you go there, you, you hang out for a couple of days, you do burnouts, and you compete. So Lucas is, uh, oh shit, now I'm forgetting what the wire, what are the wiring harnesses in uh, like GM cars? Oh, okay. Uh, I can't remember the company. But anyway, there's a company that basically wires a lot of the American cars. Lucas wires up most of the, the British cars. So here's a, 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 well, a motto, basically, for Lucas, Prince of Darkness. The Lucas motto, go home or get home before dark. <laughs> Lucas denies having invented darkness, but they do still have a claim to sudden, unexpected darkness. Uh -huh. Lucas, inventor of the first intermittent wiper. 
Lucas, inventor of the self-dimming headlamp. The three-position Lucas switch, dim, flicker, and off. The the other three switch settings, smoke, smolder, and ignite. The original anti-theft devices, Lucas Electrical Products, because they don't fucking start. I've had a Lucas pacemaker for years and have never experienced any problem. If Lucas made guns, wars would not start either. Did you hear about the Lucas-powered torpedo? It sank. It's not true that Lucas in 1947 tried to get Parliament to repeal Ohm's law. They withdrew their efforts when they met too much resistance. <laughs> Did you hear the one about the guy that packed, uh, peaked, peaked into a Land Rover and asked the owner, how can you tell one switch from another at night since they all look the same? He replied, it doesn't matter which one you use, nothing happens anyway. Back in the oh, 70s, Lucas decided to diversify its products line, product line and began manufacturing va- vacuum cleaners. It was the only product they offered which didn't suck. <laughs> Quality Assurance phoned and advised the engineering guy that they had trouble with his design shorting out, so he made the wires longer. <laughs> Why did the English drink warm beer? Lucas makes refrigerators too. <laughs> oh my word. Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone. Thomas, invent- Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. Joseph Lucas invented the short circuit. <laughs> he invented the short circuit. This is this is basically people making fun of Lucas. Uh, Recommended procedure before taking on a repair of Lucas equipment: check the position of the stars, kill a chicken, and walk three times sunwise around your car, chanting, "Oh, mighty Prince of Darkness, protect your unworthy servant." Lucas Systems actually uses AC current; it just has a random frequency. (laughs) Never owned a British car. Uh, a couple of friends of mine told me, uh, you know, I was dumb enough to think about buying like an MG or whatever. When it was I wanted, I thought about it. And, I mean, they're super fun cars, but they're a lot of work. That's the thing. Like most of the time I'm going to rewire the thing with a standalone anyways. Cool. If you know how to do it yourself. I mean, if you know how to basically rebuild cars and stuff, yeah, do it. Um, so here, I'll show you. Uh, on ECU. So you can get a pretty easy system to just take over the wiring of the car. Especially a lot of these older cars, you know? It's pretty much a new computer. You wire it to all, like, you can make get new sensors or you can use some of the old sensors. And it's pretty cool. Like, if you ever want to mod a car to really tune it, unless it's a Honda, because they have like Honda, which is different. You literally tap into the ECU. Mm-hmm. Most other cars need you to either change ECUs or they have to put another ECU in to communicate with the, like nowadays, it's, it's a pain in the ass to work with all these computers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. So I want something that's going to be reliable. I can take drifting, I can take burnouts and I can do drag racing with. Like it, it's, I want something reliable. So it's going to be, new brakes. I don't care if it's all rusted. I don't give a fuck if it's beat up, like, you know, ding dented that I don't give a fuck about, but like motor brakes, wiring, everything like that's going to be pretty much new. Not new. I'll probably go to the junkyard for a motor at first, you know, unless I get a sponsor or something, buy a V8 from a junkyard. If I don't buy a V8 car. And we were talking about this the other day, like it'd be so, 
excuse me, you'd be so much better off having a channel for that stuff than you would for weed stuff. Like, uh, that trying, channel, you'd be fine, man. You'd have like a few thousands of subscribers in like no time, honestly. It's ridiculous. It's what it is, but. You will never catch me driving a Subaru. Why not? Well, the WRX or STI. Because they have problems. You have to literally go into the engine and change the rings on the pistons because they blow up. Hmm. Give me a brat, man. I'll take a brat. That's why I said I like Evos better because they're at least reliable, kind of. Oh, I finally saw... Um, yeah, an old uh, Subaru. I want a Supra. That's what I would... I want a Supra, a 240. I saw, these are not what you're talking about, but I saw a couple of Rivian trucks the other day, and I think I they saw, look dope. fuck, I might be misremembering this right now, because I saw a couple they of look like Dyson cars. Now. I think I saw the Rivian car, uh, Flora showed me a picture of it the other day, but I think, now I'm misremembering, because I might they have, have a, Rivian. Rivian. Well, a bunch of the Rivian trucks lately. What's that? Subaru's had, had Subaru's four-wheel four drive truck, it had a, it was a little tiny truck. And it had two seats fate in the back, right at the window, facing backwards with handles like this, like you're on a ride. Uh, so you can sit in the back of the truck. Awesome. <laughs> oh, what did I see the other day that was so cool? Oh, dad had one, man, that he got it. It's the coolest little truck, man. <laughs> Have you ever seen one of these Subarus, uh, SVXs? So back when, like, the Talon and the Eclipses and all those little foreign cars were popping, like, they tried to put this thing out. 80, 81. Oh, those, yeah. <laughs> and the only problem, they would have been a good car, but the transmission, the transmissions blow up. Brad. So I mean, do. My, all right. So one of my favorite cars ever. If I like, if I could, it's a five-cylinder turbo. Uh, I gotta find a picture. So it's an old Audi. These box, oh, wrong screen, sorry. These boxy Audis, 95, 96, they have five cylinders. I really like the wagons, like this one. I don't know why. But they're reliable, they're like, you can mod these cars up to about five, six hundred horsepower without really changing much. Hmm. Add a boost controller, add a little bit more boost. You can like you don't have to change the bottom end or top end until you're around like six hundred horsepower. Hmm. By the way, I can't find more, but I remembered about this. How fun is this? Um, <clears throat> 3,600 year old rubber ball made by the Olmec discovered in a bog in the archaeological site of uh, El Manati in uh, Mexico. The earliest archaeological evidence of the use of natural rubber comes from the Olmec, who used it for making balls for the Mesoamerican ball game. Some may have named it, I guess. But anyway, like a 3,600 year old rubber ball, basically. This kind of trips me out. I don't know what they used it for. To play fucking ball games with. That's what they did it for. Oh. Yeah. They didn't name they the game. That was a bad title. Um, it was probably. What probably was the Aztec ball? Like, they used. Oh, I think they used skulls. <laughs> no, because they were hitting with their hips. Remember that? 
the new RS6s are so sexy. They're just so much money for playing. So if I ever got rich, I would buy, I would buy one of those probably. I want to get a, I want to get a, a nice gas car, like a V8 before they stop like making them. <laughs> and they're going to become harder and harder to find as we go more towards electric. I think that's just my speculation. Oh, so you had to throw the ball through that ring. Yeah, yeah. They, they. I don't, I don't know what kind it was of ball. Probably they the same ball, because uh, they're saying it was like the the Mesoamerican ball game. So I guess maybe there was a uh, the same game that was like through the ring. People have been playing ball games for a long time. Um, that movie, The Northman, that I was uh, talking about a couple of weeks ago or whatever, they had a really brutal version of. Uh, I don't know, like kind of lacrosse or field hockey, kind of a hybrid of both, <laughs> where you're basically like hitting a ball into like I can't remember they hit it onto a stone or something. Anyway, of course they were lacrosse so they is were, pretty brutal, so, man. Oh, I mean these guys were beating each other's teeth out and stuff. Yeah, it's full. Yeah, of so like lacrosse. I mean, yeah, obviously we have way more protective gear nowadays. If you ever seen some of the African fighting sports, they're pretty brutal. Like they wrap their hands in like burlap, like rope and stuff. They make a fist. It's pretty interesting. At the same time, uh, the reality is I've, I've heard a lot of those sports are actually less brutal than American football. Like, weirdly enough, it's I was like saying, bare knuckle boxing. They say basically there's only so hard that you'll hit somebody because you'll break your fucking, you'll, you'll break the, the bones in your hand. Uh, not to mention your knuckles and get all bloody and everything else. It's physically painful to hit someone super hard. But when you have a huge fucking weighted glove, you can pound on someone like a motherfucker. Somewhat the same story with uh, the football and pads. Basically, they say that people hit each other just way harder than if you basically had like a little leather, whatever the fuck, like they used to, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's possible that these 300 pound guys would still fucking wail on each other, but we know that with these gigantic setups, they end up. So I was saying this the other day, Fumi. I don't support the fight combat sports, really. Yeah, I'm not into it, honestly. Even the whole idea of throwing guys in a cage. I don't care. It sounds really fucked up to me. I don't know why it's so many. Too barbaric guys. for me. Yeah. It's, I don't know why so many weed guys are into it. I don't know. Somebody has to fucking say this. I know like probably 90% of the guys, Atomic and everybody else are into to, uh, 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 UFC and shit. I found it weird for a long time. Like, why is there an octagon cage? Like, it's literally more difficult to see these guys. Why, why do they have to be in a cage? Why are they not just in a ring? Uh, uh, you name it. I'm not into. I'm not into the fucking. I don't know. I'm into the skill, but I'm if not really got, into the. Yeah. If their pay and their health insurance reflected their their sport, then I maybe support it a little bit. Right. But these guys are getting paid nothing to beat beat the living pisses out of each That's other. I've heard for every Conor McGregor, there's like forty guys that are. Conor McGregor is the highest paid. And he's making more money off. Most of these guys are making more money off sponsors right. than they are UFC. Typical shit. Same that's why a lot of them. That's why Patty the Batty started a YouTube channel, bro. Same thing with all the professional wrestlers. What a weird sport that is. Uh, and you know Vince McMahon or whatever. He's fucking raking in cash. He's been raking in cash for years. But the wrestlers were basically getting or barely getting anything. You know, if they were lucky, they'd get famous and and then you know get money after that. But yeah, like The Rock, he didn't make any money. And he was he was the son of a famous wrestler. He didn't make any money as a wrestler. You need to sell your soul to him to get in that. Like, you don't own your character when you're doing WWE and huh. shit. Huh. 
I believe they own all the rights to your, your, your stuff. Same thing with the UFC. I think they own all the rights to like figures and stuff. Like they pretty much sign contracts. So right. Their life's away. I mean, even wrestling, it might be fake, but they do get hurt. Oh, they get hurt all the time. Yeah. No, it's, it's not fake. I mean, they do real stuff. I mean, like the stuff that they do is crazy athletic. <clears throat> it's just like, it's not a real contest or something. It's you know? a play. Yeah, exactly. It's a very violent play. Yeah. They know who's winning. Like they know, like they, they do cues for each other and stuff. Like, Remember Billy Madison when the when the teacher was like a wrestler? He was like, "You supposed to chop my legs." <laughs> Sat on dude's head. Want to touch the honey? Um, what's happening? Might be time to fucking start hitting it, my friends. I don't know. This last twenty. I think maybe this next last twenty, and we'll uh, uh, kick it. I think, my friends. I'm down. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll be here on Tuesday. I was, like I said, I was trying to get a guest because I actually really, really enjoy these guest shows, but I have not been able to uh, do so. I'm honest. I know that it doesn't seem what like you're trying to you do guys. it. Doesn't matter. Uh, we'll get we'll get someone else. Maybe uh, it, we'll get them maybe at another time. I just don't think it's going to work out this week. Uh, but uh, if you guys know anybody that you want to come on here, I'd love to talk to somebody. Uh, people like Bud, Bug Lady are cool. The only reason why I haven't in the past. Uh, really try to get more people like Bug. Well, first of all, there's no one else like Bug Lady. But you know what I mean? Like people who are not necessarily just cannabis breeders or whatever. Uh, the only problem that I have is that I have to prep for those interviews. So, for example, if I bring, I don't know, like a fungus expert or somebody, I don't know a whole lot about mushrooms. And so I basically have to get a bunch of questions from the chat or uh, preferably, frankly, uh, do some research on my own uh, so, so that we actually have an interesting discussion. You know what I mean? So that's my only hang-up basically for like non-cannabis breeder guests or whatever. I just need to do some, some uh, uh, prep work, which is fine. You know, if I know ahead of time and stuff, uh, we can totally uh, work on that. Uh, but obviously the easiest are freaking cannabis people because we already know the questions that we would ask them. You know what I mean? So um, I've yeah, seen Abolish Farms. Uh, post the other day he's doing a lot of mycology and he's using like the uncle ben's rice method and everything hmm. have you ever seen that style oh i'm subscribed to yeah, yeah i'm subscribed to uncle ben's on reddit <laughs> it's all literally exactly what you're talking about like uncle ben's tech <laughs> it's kind of funny right? i would like to learn Dude, that it blows my mind how easy mushrooms is and i i just can't i literally have like two mushroom blocks and I still, and they're still alive, even though I basically haven't even done very much with them. It's crazy. Like they're so easy. All I need to do is get some freaking spawn bags and inoculate them. And I don't even know what I'm doing. Like I don't I want, know what I'm waiting for. I have a place for them and everything. I've just been so busy that I haven't fucked with them. I want to, I don't even necessarily, I do want to grow some, some magic mushroom. And thankfully it's legal for me to do that here, or at least decriminalize and all that stuff. Portland is nice about that. But, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I want to grow like lion's mane and stuff. You know, I want to grow, I'm not going to be able to grow a Garricon, but I'm, I'm going to try uh, lion's mane is super easy to grow actually. So I, I want to start uh, growing my own instead of just buying blocks of it. What else? Uh, dude, I could have almost all the mushrooms that I like. Uh, 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 I think reishi will grow indoors. I think for uh, shiitake, I'm not sure. Cause I think shiitake, you have to grow them on fucking wood and stuff. So this is one of my called go-to companies for a spore it, for like 
all the fancy mushrooms that's where and I stuff. Got, actually, that's where I got the blocks. They were legit. They were fine. Yeah. Their prices are not super low, but there are plenty of people that are higher. I get, I, but I know their qualities yeah. on point. Yeah. Like they're, they're a small business. I've actually talked to them. Huh. Um, yeah, it's a few nice people actually. Yeah, for sure. I was actually, they have their own website and uh, YouTube channel. I think mm-hmm. they do actually. It's a good one. We'll see. I haven't, I haven't taken any kind of sponsors and stuff for this show before smash has talked about actually like one of the reasons why he maybe is bringing it up is in the past, he actually talked about uh, North sport and he was going to work out something with the show and stuff. And I just, I didn't want to have any sponsors because I feel like that just sort of cheapens your show and stuff, but it is also a little bit difficult to uh, pull off a YouTube channel and kind of buy the, all the random shit that you need sometimes, or especially if you want to do interviews or whatever else. So I don't know. I, I am planning something kind of bigger that is going to over time uh, potentially get uh, uh, even bigger. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll, I'll throw it all in the trash in the next few days. But uh, uh, if I do that, I might also think about potentially opening it up to like some sponsors or whatever, because it's going to be something that will involve potentially other people. So we'll see. That's, I guess that's even if they weren't, even if they weren't that nice, I would probably still show up with them. It yeah, they like seem a, like nice products, honestly. Yeah, uh, could said the same thing. They seem like pretty good products. Uh, they don't, they don't seem scammy at all. Yeah, everything is like they pretty much send you everything to go. Like they have every everything's all sterile already. Like the boomer bags I got were sterile. All you have to do is put the grain in and and let it go. You've got to be careful. I've learned myself and also from reviews, but I wasn't surprised by this. Uh, if you order the like mushroom bags, uh, the inoculated mushroom bags, basically from like Amazon, uh, you have to be careful that you're not ordering it like in summertime because Amazon doesn't give a shit. And they probably uh, store it in, they store in a hot ass warehouse. Yeah. Where it basically starts to dry out. So you, you pretty much in many cases get like a little bit half plate out brick is, is basically what you get. Uh, and that, that it, the reviews on Amazon basically said that I knew what I was getting. Like basically my oyster mushroom uh, brick was kind of half played out already when I got it. So she only, or it only got like two flushes, two and a half flushes. It's still weirdly not alive, but it only got a couple of flushes and it should have. It's hard to get a like. Unless you have a big mass for that. Well, basically, story. it was already fucking dry. Like, uh, uh-huh. by the time I got my lion's mane brick, it was twice as heavy as the... the so, with, like, um, monotub, and you can probably expect, like, four or five flushes, maybe. With one of these bags, I start, like, three, four at the max. After that, I start, I inoculate my soil with it. I notice it doesn't produce like the first, second, and the third one. You start really seeing a, a lack in production. I can buy that. I want to do more of that. It's actually really fun. Like uh, uh, I would recommend other people trying it. That was my thought when I, I got the. I just literally got like a oyster mushroom bag uh, from Amazon, and then a couple three weeks later, something about a lion's mane bag and um they were super easy uh they were arguably too easy actually like uh to be perfectly honest it was a little bit too brain dead like uh, knowing what i know now i would have just taken them out of the box and not fucked with it but it's so easy that they literally tell you like when you get the box it's literally the bag is in a box so it's all contained and stuff and you literally just open up a flap pretty much and uh you cut a, a freaking uh, x basically in the front sterile, and to to sterile they don't tell you they don't tell you it has to be sterile 
probably shouldn't yeah. sterile because you basically infect your fucking uh, a block. But um, you use a new one. Uh, spraying it pretty much. You just uh, uh, spray it a couple times a day or whatever for you know however long you you fruit it. And within a few days, even honestly, like I think the oyster mushroom, I think it was like the next day. I started yeah, they're fast. Yeah, yeah, super fast. And it's super fun. It, it makes you feel different about your grow. So I have mine basically standing on a like a metal rack uh, uh, in my bedroom. In the metal rack, you know, I just envision like a where you put clones or that kind of thing. You know what I mean? And uh, so mine are like on the top shelf where it would be basically useless to put plants. And uh, so I have a couple of house plants and whatever, basically up there, like an aloe plant and stuff that grow just fine. And then I have a couple of these uh, uh, mushroom blocks and it would be a perfect place for like just a whole row of them, basically, honestly. And at one point, both of them were fruiting and I had this cool cascade. It wasn't super big, but it was like a little cascade of oyster mushrooms and a big old thing like a protuberance <laughs> at first it looks like a big old protuberance of uh lion's mane and then it turns into something you kind of more recognize but it still looks really weird honestly when you look at it but um when the lion's mane first comes out it's like with like little things on it but it was so really fun a- somehow to see like fungi in your in your grow it was really interesting if you haven't checked this guy out he does a f- amazing job this is this is all he does Different cultures, different strains. <clears throat> he pretty much has grow tents for just mushrooms. Look. Uh, of course, I get an ad. Goddamn, I, I don't pay for Google uh, YouTube Premium. I do, but they're raising their fucking price. Everybody's raising their idiot price. Oh, I'm already subscribed to Southwestern Mushrooms. All right, hang on. By the way, fuck it. Let's do another uh, duck race before we go. Do you want to do it, Smashed? Yeah, here I'll show this real quick. No worries, ladies and gentlemen. Check these rooms out. Oh, that's oh, that's sick. Look at that. He's got grow tents for his mushrooms. How funny! <coughs> look at some of these. Look at that. Those mushrooms. Those are oyster mushrooms. Yeah. Look at that. He's, he teaches you everything. Look at this room. What does he do with all the mushrooms, do you think? Does he sell them or what? He sells them to, to restaurants and shit. Makes sense. Because I was going to say, you get, um, even when you grow it yourself, like you'll get this harvest, not necessarily when you expect. Uh, and that was what happened to me, basically. Every time the oyster mushrooms were ready, I wasn't ready. And those particular, I'd probably get a different oyster mushroom. I think I got like golden oyster mushrooms. I just basically I like got them because they faster. Yeah, I'd probably get like pink or blue or something next time. But um, they were always ready at a time that I was just too busy. And then I was just like, I had to rip it off or whatever. Or one time I let it go because I was like, oh, I'm too busy. And I had to come and literally the mushrooms ripen. Like you forget, oh yeah, they're mushrooms. They ripen super fast. Uh, by the next day, they were all fucked up and dry and stuff. Don't do that. Um, they grow really fast though. It's really puzzling. I mean, the different mushrooms are different. Like the lion's mane grows over. Lion mane takes days, a little bit longer. Weeks. Definitely depends on the size of the pen. Yeah, and then the the oyster mushrooms they can. If you want something birds. easy for your first time, do oysters. Then then do lion's mane. Get into some of the more difficult ones. Do oyster a couple times first, though. I That's was, how I did it. I was gonna. Uh, Coop kept saying that I should uh, uh, use the oyster mushroom mycelium to inoculate my uh, beds. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. But I think I'm going to wait until I get another block like that. I don't know why, but just that, that yellow mushroom block. I was like, eh, I don't know. It's not as aggressive or whatever. As, as long as it's not like green or moldy anywhere, you're good. So what about when it is green or moldy? Cause the oyster mushroom block, I've actually started to see a couple of green spots. 
Or uh, I can't remember what color. Blue. I think you should be fine as long as it. Uh, I would have to like look back into some of my notes because I know there's some good and some bad ones that can form. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm probably just going to use a different block. Um, I try to put it on before that contamination happens. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is contaminating is my soil, which is already, we know, has a lot of good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, for what it's worth, it is probably something that's in the environment already, but. It most likely is. No, you're Probably you're, just you're a right. basic mold. Yeah, you're right. It's not. It's better safe than sorry. I think I am going to try to buy, like, another pink oyster mushroom here I should the pink ones are fun man that's right. my favorite all right i'll take a look at those maybe they taste good and the lion's mane is fun yeah and lion's mane is good for you well they're all good for you yeah, i think they, like all these mushrooms are actually really good for you i think they do uh hold on golden lion's mane i know they have Reishi, Reishi, I think. That's a really good one. Cheers, Christophe. Good to see you. Right, good evening, my Good evening, Christophe. Uh, super, uh, great, uh, Tumido. Uh, uh, tu vois uh, bien, mon comment ami, ça va? Ça va? Comment ça va? Uh, ça va bien. Très yeah. bien, Tumido. Thank bien, you. Christophe. Super. Donc, yeah, okay, voilà, mon ami. I don't know who that lady is. Things look crazy. They do like zombie fingers or something. So all right. So if you want to get in on this last duck race, you're gonna have to come into chat right now. I'll give you till one ten, and then I'll pull the names and I'll set it up. Let's do this one for um, the other one. I think I said uh, we can give out anything. Okay, we can get out uh, anything. So this next one is for uh, anything that's on the website or anything that I've talked about, V1, V2, that kind of stuff. So what have you liked? What's your favorite thing coming out now? Uh, My stuff? Yeah. I'm really looking forward. It's unfortunate that it's going to take me a while to actually breed it in. But I really, really like that blue uh, Black Prince Ruby 3 that I picked. You guys are going to see her. She's in the near future here, going to flower again. Such a nice plant. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, crossing that with stuff. I'm actually thinking about maybe doing that next after the Coot special thing, because it took me so much work to get her. And everything. How would you? And she's such a nice plant. What's that? How would you feel about like a blueberry kush that like S1 that actually smells like raspberries sounds nice uh there's well i don't want to get too much into the details but there's going to be some blueberry in the near future um and there's going to be some real fruit coming up in the near future so there's okay, some, cool. some, some interesting stuff and that black prince ruby is going to be crossed to some really interesting stuff too so um, you thinking about working with anything like dank like tk or or uh oh yeah skunk or whatever you know i don't have any i don't have skunk I have something similar. I have something allegedly, I haven't tested it yet, but I have something alleged. Well, I have a few things actually that are allegedly very close to skunk. Let's just put it that way. But I have to do some testing first. And I'm, I'm 
as with anything these days, I'm not super optimistic that the, the skunks that are going to get pulled out, I don't think people remember correctly. I, I have to be fucking blunt about this. I don't think people remember correctly about smoking skunk back in the day because skunk is sweet and like flavorful and interesting and not death on a stick. You know what I mean? And I've heard this before that a few people say like, you're literally talking about a different strain, but everyone's like, no, 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 we're talking about skunk, bro, skunk. Skunk man Sam bred millions of those fucking seeds. You should be able to go and buy a bag of them from him and pop that fucking skunk if that was the case. I don't think I don't think the skunk is the skunk. I think the skunk that we talk about is like sweet, interesting, blah, 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 weed. It's really fucking good. It often smells skunky and everything else, but it's not like, like the side smell is kind of skunky, but it's not like that death putridity that a lot of people talk about, which in my opinion is actually a good thing because <clears throat> I don't like putridity. You know, I think, I think it's kind of gross to be honest. Where am I babbling about? Um, I'm looking for a very good high, but the, 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 the problem I have with skunk is that I feel like skunk is kind of part of, uh, I feel like it's a fruit of a rotten tree, to be perfectly honest. There's a lot of stories about, I'm not going to get into it because it's a little bit controversial, but there's a lot of stories about how skunk was bred and this and that and who the people were involved in and all that kind of stuff. I actually kind of want to avoid it. But it's in so many things that I can't. So I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. There's going to be some projects in the future that have NL5, that have skunk, that have a few other things. But on the whole, I would really like to get away from that entire lineage, to be perfectly honest. There's no way to get away from it, but I'd like to really defocus it, to be perfectly honest. So I don't know. There's... Roadkill skunk it didn't taste anything like it does smell or... No, growing. It doesn't taste like that. Hmm. It's not a nasty future. It had just sweet flavor. So, what does it smell like, or what does it what does it taste like? It would be more on the because NL5 came into it before NL5 came into it. It had less of the pine to it, and that's when the roadkill, for me, what I know is where I come from. Is, is when it slid off that super pungent skunk smell. That skunk smell can be any plant on a wet morning when you're driving through a neighborhood and the guy just went out there and went, hey, man, what's doing today? And just moved it around or the wind blew and it's a morning and you're like, what the hell is that? You know, some of them that are garlicky, you know, that garlic comes out and when it's mixed with whatever, it smells a little more like skunk. Mm. It's that same, I think it's in the same vein, but I mean, it. I know what you're talking about, nasty stuff, smelling stuff. I remember, like, I really did like that roadkill skunk smelling weed. I don't know what the fuck, I really did like capus weed too. It didn't taste like it, like, when you smoked it, but it so did I have a... I that capus. Uh, I have a real aversion to the whole, like, ammonia, cat piss smell, can't fucking stand it. Well, the road the roadkill never smelled like roadkill in a bag, but it smelled like roadkill when it was wet. But it was so pungent and held the terps in that in the bag. It was fresh. It held those terps. If somebody dried it right, it would hold those terps for a long time. And that's what you're smelling. Supposedly, Space Queen is like eighty five percent skunk. And, you know, a few other percent of other stuff, basically, when you look at its sort of uh, uh, genetic lineage or its, I guess, uh, uh, 
know, it's a genetic fucking package or something. I don't even know. Uh, Florida was talking about that the other day. Yeah, the makeup. There we go. Uh, uh, he's a big fan of Phylos, right? Don't bring it up because it's a whole fucking thing. But, um, you know, there's there's quite a bit of genetic testing at this point from a few different sources. And a lot of them seem to agree that Space Queen is predominantly skunk. And actually, there's a lot of other strains that are predominantly skunk. No surprise, actually, why so many people like uh, Space Queen crosses. But I would never get, I, I would never imagine that you're really getting those deathly aromas from any Space Queen crosses. You know, like the closest thing I really came to was, and Rez remembers this, when I talked about the sugar tits that had a real meat flavor. That was yeah. close in the wheelhouse to the kind of, the the some of the aromas that people talk about basically I can kind of visualize what people were talking about but it still wasn't there you know it was like still something nice you know like it was in that case it was like raw meat basically but it was see it's on that vein of the way it makes you feel like uh, when you're drinking a wine and you get that back the in the backwash in the back of your mouth that is what it's like with the little sweetness in it mm-hmm. if it's done right it had a little sweetness and that's gone. Right, or people wouldn't have been smoking it. They'd have been like, "This okay." Like, talk about these that? things wrong. Yeah, see, that's the thing. That's very plausible to me. I can imagine that being one of the most popular weeds. But when people talk about, "Oh, it smelled like death in your mouth," or "It tasted like yeah. death in your mouth," I'm like, "There's maybe three people in the entire city around me that would smoke something like that." You know what I mean? I feel like it's. Uh, I feel like it's that joke, the aristocrats for weed people. You know I mean, people try to gross each other out or something by the shit they used to smoke. I don't know. It's a big fucking. It's like you said. Like, it's like Smash said. It was in the vein of when you get that cat cat piss somewhere in your plant in one of those that has that pungent and it stays around. And when it's really moist, it really stinks. And that's what it was like. You know, that's that's something I can relate there to. Two more times. Yeah. Um, start like a Kush. You know, it's like a it's like a heavy diesel Kush without the diesel. Oh, I like that. Go for it, Smash. Okay. Anytime you want. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> but without the diesel, no diesel. I love heavy diesel kit without the diesel. I really do. I wouldn't mind looking for a sour diesel. Or sour I, diesel uh, someone told me they had uh, UK cheese. I told you I'd send you some that's got it in there. Just all that grapefruit I just made's got sour diesel in it. Or New York. Yeah, I, I would like a pure one. I'm looking at a Chem 91 too. Well, you're gonna run into. I don't have any chems. I'd really like to get some chems. I have stuff that has chem in it, but honestly, chem, chem is one of the the flavors, aromas, everything that I like, and I just haven't had a chance to get much of it. I can get you stuff from Chem Dog himself. That would be sweet. He's selling it in Massachusetts at a dispensary. Clones. If you're going to the harvest, going to the harvest cup, right? Yes. If you, anybody's going to the harvest cup, I can tell you the first place I'll be when it opens up. That'd be a genetic dynasty's a table because he'd be giving out all kinds of seeds. <laughs> he didn't give me any. He seeds. seems like a, I need to get him on the show. Honestly, it's been like I was going to get him on the show like two years ago, and then I fucking forgot because whatever. I got his phone number. I'm not going to call Chris, it, Chris is a very nice man, but I think he steers away from the interviews ever since. Oh, I think a lot of people, I mean, Suzanne basically said the same thing. She's not a big fan of going on and talking to G5 the five coming up to basically, but, uh, 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 u
Delman. Are you going to do it? Holy shit, I think Delman's oh. going to do it. Strawberry-looking Delman. Look at that, Delman. It's the fanciest you've looked in probably at least three hours. Delman probably dressed as well. Ladies and gentlemen, congrats, congratulations, Delman. Uh, that's Central Mass. It's in West, uh, or what, his clones? Yeah, uh, that's Canna, Canna Provisions or something like that. Um, yeah, let me look it up. I'll show people. You know the drill, Delman. Email me, fumador at chronictable.com. And I think I said you get to pick anything you want. So actually, Del, you get to pick anything you want. Canon provisions. And I said, what a pop seat. <laughs> I bet. Okay. I just broke this out. I just got it ready. I'm like sitting here looking at it going, I'm going to fill you up. I don't care. Right. And, yeah. So so here, I just popped some seeds the other day. I just bred those six and, I, and I've grown some up and just chopped them down. And I'm just like, I just, because it's New York City diesel and sweet paint all through that stuff. And I want to see how the cross came out. Uh, I've seen them at the Turp Town Throwdown. Mm -hmm. Did you see them early, though? Early on? Oh, no, I'm talking about Chemdog, sorry. Oh, Chemdog. Cheers, Joe's up north. Cheers, Zesty. Denver in the house. Oh, shit. It's almost 420. Well, shoot, folks. I guess we're going <coughs> to... Excuse me. I guess we're going to call it. It's been a little bit of a slow one, but hey, what are you going to do? Look at that. Gosh, it, doesn't that trip you up? He's not even like some old guy. He's literally like middle age. He was Who's a young dude when he found it. Oh, we were all just tripping out the other day. We were talking about this. and uh, I guess Bud he might know him. Because uh, he wasn't surprised, but the rest of us were super surprised that he was, was like nineteen or twenty when he found those those original cuts, and now he's like forty nine or something. He's not even fifty, I don't think. Oh yeah, Steve, he's the one he's hustling right now. But I Chem D Self. See, I'm not sure that I want a Chem D Self. I'm not sure I want. If those are all from him, I'm not sure I want them. To be perfectly honest, I want that old stuff, man. I don't I don't want, yeah, I don't want biscotti by fucking anything. I don't. I don't want any of that. Be honest, blueberry but so many even touch Oh that. my so, god. So. If he has star dog, I'm gonna get it. If you give me something that doesn't that doesn't have Is diesel. Star dog? Yeah. I'm really happy. Yeah, this other stuff. Yeah. I mean some of these other stuff. Oh right, right here, Ken That's nice. Hey, cheers, Lock. NL5. I mean, I don't like get remember very. Yeah, he's working with everything Urkel? pretty much. It's real Urkel. Bonka bars. Thing is, I'll like, see uh, if I see him again. I'll grab if I if I see him again. I'm, I'll text you and I'm, I'll be like, you want me to grab? I'll show you what he has. If he has actual Kim Four, or Kim's sister, or whatever. Cool. Yeah, awesome. Um, was like Once say, yeah. I actually like Kim's sister, hmm. or or Kim ninety. I think Kim ninety one is different than Kim Dog. I'm not sure. I don't remember all the names. I remember, to be honest. Fumador, have you ever had um, Oregon lemons or anything lemon up there? Or uh, you mean like the a strain? 
Yeah, he he breeds uh, the Chris uh, Professor Pretty P breeds with one called Oregon Lemons. I'm not sure if he created it. I don't think That's so. No. There's, there's I've never had it though. I've never had many lemon strains. I, I, I like lemon. Oh, I'd like a really lemony strain to be honest. I mean, I, how do I say this? I know a lot of people don't like lemon and citrus and stuff. I basically like all cannabis. It's kind of frustrating, but or it's not frustrating because actually I like all cannabis. But uh, yeah. uh, it sounds like. I'm, making fun of people sometimes when I say it, but whatever. I, I actually just fucking like weed. So uh, one of my favorite uh, uh, experiences, honestly, was smoking a joint of lemon tree. Uh, it tastes like a lemon you picked off a tree and just rolled into a joint, basically. It's right. so... It's, it's so fucking sweet and lemony. It's, it's a halfway between that and a lemon drop. It's basically like sweet and fucking pungent lemon. In your face. Smooth on the draw. Is it, it is, is it actually, like yeah. And then uh, I smoked a joint of it in Santa Rosa. I think the lemon tree, like the, the lemon tree stand, the guy basically was giving out joints at the end of the day. He was like, oh, we're closing up. I don't want to take these home. And he just gave me a fucking lemon tree joint. It was delicious. And wow. actually, now that I think about it, that was the best uh, mm -hmm. uh, pre-roll I've ever had. I thought it was this other guy that gave it to me, like the Emerald Cup. Remember, I've said this on the show. Like, I remember this one guy that gave me the best pre-roll and actually it was really good. It was kind of the Mendo Blendo, like funky, whatever the fuck joint. But actually that lemon tree joint was arguably better because it was just lunatic lemons. You know, it showed me really, this was, this was five, five or six years ago, honestly. It showed me the crazy terps that are possible in cannabis because you'll get something you're like, oh, that's pretty lemony, bro. And then you smoke that and it's like someone dropped a bushel of lemons on you. You know what I mean? There's there's a difference between the two. Um, yeah, well, I think it was limited. He had one that was called Super Silver Lemons. And I had some of his other Super Silver that he bred. He's used to, I think that's the male side, maybe a lot Sure, that's the male or the female side, um, but it was they were good. Nice. Yeah. I'd be happy to have them sitting in the vault and even not being able to grow them. Just knowing that. Have, have you guys ever had Star Dog? <laughs> Lemon oh, Tree. Is saying he, he knows who has the cuts of all the cams. If you want to work the cuts, yeah. Star Dog was one of my favorite favorite like strains of all times. And Who has lemon cuts? Lemon cuts? Oh. Who's asking what? I said Star Dog was one of my favorite cuts of all time. Oh, and then I think I was asking you why, and then I think Rez asked, did you, Rez, did you ask me something? I don't remember now. Oh, I know. We're all fucking stoned now. We're super bright now. Um, <laughs> probably sounds like three idiots basically talking to each other. Lemon tree. Oh, you said somebody real high. Oh no, I don't have a cut of it. I would love to. I would love to. I thought you said somebody else had cuts of uh, lemon tree. Maybe I think. Uh, oh, what was I going to? Oh, I think I was going to tell a story that this one guy who I don't actually see anymore. Why don't I see him anymore? Uh, oh, because we don't go to the cannabis club anymore because it shut down. Anyway, uh, he somehow found. Uh, well, he had friends. He found a bag of actual real deal lemon tree that was grown in Southern Oregon. And uh, from a clone, from apparently a clone of lemon tree, it was fucking splendid. It was just, I mean, it's so you open the bag and it's like opening a bag of lemon drops. Basically, you don't think it's weed. You don't think it's which, you know, is not necessarily for everybody. I wouldn't smoke that every day, by the way. It's not I wouldn't even smoke that all day. Uh, I wouldn't even smoke it all of one day. You know what I mean? It's definitely a one joint. And oh, hey, I'm good. 
but that one joint was spectacular. Oh, um, it's not even that spectacular of a high. It's a good high, but uh, it was okay. Yeah, it's like a sativa happy high, whatever. But it lasts for like a half hour or something. I, I like. I'd rather have like an eighty-seven lime pop. Sure, but that flavor. Oh man, dessert. Seriously, like I mean, but not in a sweet way. It's just like oh, it's it. It, it has to be experienced. Something like that has to be experienced. It's so other like a lemon pie. Yeah. Or uh, uh, I think it was Stevie that brought along, I think it was White Rhino, but sometimes I'm confused. Maybe that wasn't it. Anyway, regardless, let's pretend for a second that it was White Rhino. Some old school strain that, that Stevie had grown. And it was like smoking the essence of a pine tree. Just literally like mostly pine needles with a little bit of like vanilla bark or whatever, but mostly just fucking fresh, like as if a fresh tree was, someone was grating it. Like, you know, you grate Parmesan cheese. They were grating a fucking pine tree into your face or something. It was just nuts in a good way. Not pine salt, not, I don't know. It's so often that delves into pine salt. Like I've got this one coot special. that's a little bit pine salty. Some people don't like that, right? Some people really dig it. Some people don't like it. It's pretty polarizing, but just like fresh pine. Who doesn't like inhaling a freaking, the, the aromas of a pine forest, right? Oh, it was so good. Sometimes. Well, those terps are all about the cure, right? So when you're smoking something like that and it burns well and consistent, um, it those terps are transferred in that just like it is when you're to me. If I if I'm pasting wine, if I'm slushing wine around and looking for flavors in my mouth, you know, I'm looking for that texture off that too. I'm looking for that texture to come through that smoke. It's a different texture from a menthol cigarette to a regular cigarette. Can we have a Bermuda uh, This Morgana smoking my last bowl of Morgana. Not my last bowl, but for the night. Nice. But lemons just makes me think happy, you know, because it's just, it's a bright flavor. Oh, I just saw Florence's comments. Pines too, right? Because you can be, cure, cure that wrong, boy. That, that, that thing can be... Mm. Oh, it tastes good. Your pine weed tastes bad. So I popped my Terp Town, the last seed I had of it. And that was one of the strains that actually gave me like a, a cake batter vanilla frosting. Huh. And listen frosting. to this. Elite is saying, I don't know, man, I have a cousin who gags when he smells cedar. What a weirdo. See, a lot of people love, 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 love cedar, right? Like, that's obviously, like, a lot of us are like, what? Fucking cedar? If you guys don't remember the smell of fucking cedar. Who doesn't remember the smell of cedar? It's delightful, right? Most people really like it. Some people can't stand it, right? How interesting. Some people don't like vanilla. You always have to remember that kind of stuff. Some people don't like chocolate, vanilla, whatever. Some people don't like sunny days. You know what I mean? Some people are happy on a cloudy day as opposed to a, a sunny day. It's, it's, people are so very different. Skunks are saying, ooh, piney terps? Uh, New Grove says those pine terps will light your nostrils on fire when you exhale. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like a dab. Yeah. Anyway, boys and girls, maybe we'll call it short, my friends. Uh, we'll reconvene, I think, on Tuesday. Uh, that reminds me, thank you, Rez. We should honestly talk to uh, Dynasty. He would be a great guest. Maybe we can convince him because this is kind of the anti-bro show. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that's why we're super into photography. I think I'll see him this week. Dude, if you see him, please ask him very nicely. I need to, and I really need to do this. Guys, get on me. 
Not literally. But I need to get on uh, uh, sending you guys, especially a few guys that are around the country, you send out some freaking business cards or flyers or something because several some of us do the show regularly enough a lot of you guys go to shows and stuff it'd be fucking helpful hey i'm on this podcast it's not a fucking joke like we're actually like a, how do i say this it it annoys me that this is one of those shows that uh gives you more than you expect you know a lot of times you tune into something and it's kind of oh, a little bit disappointing i think a lot of times we do the opposite of course i'd like to think so clearly but i think that that's true at least i try to do that I need to give you guys cards so you can actually hand out and look semi-official and say like, hey, if you actually want to come on to the Chronic Table podcast, here's the fucking card. We'll work, yeah. We'll work on it. It'd be nice to, That'd be cool. nice to do that. We'll get there, my friends. Uh, I'll get out of here. There's 50 pounds of shit and a 10-pound sack. That's what life sometimes seems like. What's that, Flora? Oh, I count him just as he's taking a dab. Oh, I said I'll get out of here first. Everyone have a great night. Oh, man. Tomorrow, come hang out. Um, what nine p.m. Sunday? Wait. Oh no, sorry, Monday. Monday. <laughs> I forgot. I and then Tuesday, Wednesday, we do game night on Wednesday, and then yeah. Tuesday's kind of just a chill night. So come hang out. Trying to get guests though on Tuesdays, so we'll see how it is. Cheers, man. Cheers, Be safe. I'm gonna run, run. Okay. Go and for that means. Thursday, Friday, happy days. Cheers, buddy. Hey. Cheers, Rez. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, Christophe, à bientôt, mon ami. OK. Cheers, buddy. OK. D'accord. Ouais. No problem. Tchuss, fumidor. Cheers, buddy. Have a good one. Et puis, uh... OK. D'accord. À mardi. Oh, cheers, buddy. Yeah, uh... à mardi. Barbie. My friend is terrible. He said, until Tuesday. Flora, you were mentioning Gas Station Bob. Uh, do you want to tell the crowd really quickly why they should take a look at that? Um, well, if you like Kim 4, if you like bright gasoline terps, you know, if you like basically Kim 4 in a stable form, I mean, that's it. Super, super frosty, super tastes super good. Um, I don't know. It's just, I really like it. Like Kim Four is one of my favorite. It's probably my favorite strain. Like right. that, um, I bred with Kim Four, and I bred with that, and uh, that's much better. Right. Basically, just uh, like a refined version of Kim Four. I'll take a look. I actually, and this was dumb. I meant to pop some of your seeds the other day, and I forgot. And I had to pop some of your seeds, so I think I have your bob. So I'm going to try to pop some of those. Yeah, Cheers, Laura. Good, good to see you, buddy. Yeah, I'll see you uh, on Tuesday. That's it. I'll be here, man. Yeah, yeah. I think about that. Minute. And then we got remember like the the fucking time changes in like a half hour. Super annoying. Actually, technically so, like two o'clock in the morning, but good enough. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm really disappointed by that. I thought we had a couple more weeks of like normal days, but, but you know. So I don't, I don't know. Do we? supposed to be the last year of it so are we going to stay supposedly the senate passed it on accident and now the house hasn't passed it actually so it might not be for real i'm i'm actually disappointed about that too because i was all excited i was like fuck no more bullshit changing but no apparently our broken government is paralyzed even on that so we may have to continue this forever (laughs) i know it's so crazy like (laughs) it's like like, what the fuck is this shit Arizona is right next door. They don't even recognize it. They're just so like half the year. Like, yeah. 
Like half the year we're like the same time as them, and half the year we're not. It's bonkers. Like, it's fucking bonkers. It's bizarre. Bonkers. And I just read the other yeah. day that it wasn't even farmers that gave a shit about it. The farmers didn't even want it. So this whole time we've been told it was the farmers. So at this point, we don't even know who the fuck wanted it in the first place. Who wants this goddamn change? Nobody. It's just there. Yeah, it's supposed to be unhealthy, too. Not healthy for our bodies. It's just there. Nobody even knows why. It's just there. But yeah, we're going to wake up, and it's going to be fucking dark. And then when we get out of work, it's going to be fucking dark. And they say because of the changeover, tons of people have heart attacks and shit, car accidents, you name it. Bullshit. 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 All right, I'll see you later. Later, man. Bullshit. Ladies and gentlemen, that leaves the rest of us, my friends. Uh, Don't forget, this is actually, you have a half hour left. Uh, Hopefully they, uh, I bet you they agree with that. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, hurry up, though. And uh, where the fuck is it? It is on this page. Here it is. It's not on this page. I have to switch pages. But ladies and gentlemen, Wendy and James, if you guys watch the Tuesday show, I would very much recommend going to this one. I'm not speaking ironically. I very much recommend going to this. Take a look. Uh, I candidly would not really recommend going to the other one, especially since the best guests from that one are going to this one. So I would go to this one, to be perfectly fucking frank with you. Uh, I have my reasons. I'm not going to get into them. But uh, how you do one thing is how you do everything, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's just how we're going to leave it. Uh, These people seem to walk, walk, and talk, and talk, my friends. Go take a look at Organic Cultivators, uh, their conference in Sturbridge, Massachusetts. I am still quite thinking about going to this. I can't promise that I will because it is literally all the way in fucking Massachusetts. It's all the way across the country. But if I lived closer there, it would be a guaranteed yes. Uh, I'm still thinking about it because Charlie's Farm was saying, hey, man, stay with me. We're going to get oysters and shit. And I can't remember what he said. He probably didn't say oysters, but, you know. Actually, I think he's into lobster sandwiches. or No, he didn't say lobster rolls. I can't remember. Charlie's Farm does his shit. Well, basically, you probably tell him, like, Charlie's Farm, let's have some fun. And he probably basically wines you and dines you like no one else in the entire universe. That guy seems to know how to party. Take a look, my friends, at the Organic Cultivators Supernatural Conference. I'm not promising you that Charlie's Farm will be your tour guide. He might be my tour guide. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe maybe if we ask nicely, I don't know, maybe he'll be yours as well. I don't know. If he's listening right now, he's probably laughing. These people, on the other hand, ladies and gentlemen, they say they grow everything. They don't tell you anything about lobster rolls on this page, which is not disappointing because, you know, like you really are here for growing and learning about growing stuff. But, you know, when you think about Massachusetts, you think about fucking lobster rolls and stuff. I mean, granted, that's more Maine, but tea parties, I guess. I don't know. Like, what do you think about Massachusetts? Uh, Mass holes as well. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is the worst commercial in the entire world, but uh, I'm not, as far as I know, getting anything off of this. This is just a fun thing that they offered to you guys. Uh, So if you want to save, and they said this was going to be the biggest discount that they offer, if you want to save a hundred bucks off their $300.1989 fee or whatever that Ticketmaster or whoever bloodsucking vampire is making them pay as well. A hundred bucks off that 300 bucks. Use the coupon code Fumidor, my friends, and uh, save yourself a little bit of moolah. Uh, I'm not speaking ironically. I think this is an awesome awesome panel. Uh, Wendy Kornberg is there. You guys know her from Tuesday. They say Dan Kittredge is not only my spitting image, but is also a super interesting guy. Uh, Suzanne Wainwright, you guys heard her on Tuesday. Absolute tops, tops, tops. Kevin Jodry, always worth listening to basically anything he talks about because he can wax rhapsodic about any element of the cannabis industry from fucking seed growing to curing to 
marketing to, I mean, just literally bullshitting outside the uh, uh, freaking uh, uh, building and meeting people, uh, you name it. That fucking guy knows it. Patrick King, the, they literally call him the Soil King, uh, evidently for good reason, because people really quite like his soil. He has a soil center down in uh, uh, California, but he does a bunch more. I think he's a, a hash maker and all this different stuff. Super interesting people, my friend. No fluff. Uh, uh, when you put together conferences like this, most of the time you put together about 40% fluff and maybe a little bit more. Honestly, sometimes conferences are even worse than that. Sometimes they're like 60% fluff. This one has no fluff, my friends. Save yourself a hundred bucks and go to Sturbridge, Massachusetts. Maybe I'll be there and we'll have lobster rolls together. In the meantime, uh, take a look, my friends, at fumadoro.com. You can also type fumesofgold.com or chronictable.com. Uh, fumadoroseedco.com is also available, ladies and gentlemen. I guess I should have gone to the homepage, but I just forgot. Uh, there it is right there, my friends. Uh, once you're there. Uh, there's a, a variety of things to do. I've been teasing, as I sometimes am wont to do, uh, a big thing, hopefully in the near future here. Uh, keep your eyes peeled, my friends. Uh, I think I'm going to do it, but we'll see. Uh, it, it might fall apart in my head. It might fall apart in real life. It might fall apart in a variety of ways, as things do. They say that life is what happens while you're making plans. But yet we, people and ants alike, and bees as well, still continue to make plans, my friends. Take a look. Everything on the Fumadora website is guaranteed. I, I should say everything except for this page. I need to clarify that. I need to put on the top here. This is affiliate shit, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not actually selling you a Thermex 70. Amazon is actually selling you that. But Amazon's doing some affiliate thingy where you can, I don't even fucking know. It's not that important. If you guys know, want to know what I recommend on a bunch of different things, for example, we were talking about the, the mushrooms. Hey, Fumadora, what's the first blend that you want to uh, try from uh, Myriad Mycology? Just go with that Vitality blend. It has almost everything that they offer. Nice mix, blah, 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 boom. Uh, you don't have to get the individual Agaricon or whatever. I think that one actually has a Agaricon. If you have a Sony camera, boom, there's a nice lens for you. If you have, uh, uh, let's say, for example, a four-thirds camera, or if you have a full frame, that's the one right there to get, ladies and gentlemen. That shit right there is the tits. If you want a good hot sauce that is spectacular on eggs, ladies and gentlemen, from Portland, Oregon, secret aardvark, I eat it myself. And, of course, the legendary. Ladies and gentlemen, the legendary exemplary sriracha right there. But again, I'm not directly selling those things. I only get maybe one or 2%. So if you were not thinking about buying them in the first place, don't go fucking ape shit. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to bankrupt you. But here I think is a good deal. If you cannot find barley, don't order some crazy pants fucking barley. They cost you $40 a pound. I've heard of shit. It's lunatic stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can get it for $2 a pound or less, get that. But if you cannot, Here's $2 a pound shipped to your fucking door, $2.50 a pound uh, crushed and then shipped to your goddamn door. Ladies and gentlemen, don't overpay for fucking malted barley. It's not made by Mercedes. Holy shit. Save your money for maybe an actual Mercedes or I don't know, save it for this dram watering can, which I highly recommend. I have one myself actually in that color. I take the front off though, like that thingy, because it's kind of, it, it seems useful, but I've never gotten it to work. I've literally never gotten it to work. Maybe outdoors, but I, I, somehow it's always in the way. It's like, it's, uh, it's always fucked in. It's, uh, it's bullshit. So I take it off and I just uh, uh, use the long spout. And it's surprisingly handy. You can get to the back of a fucking tent or grow area or whatever. Perfect. Excellent, ladies and gentlemen. But again, don't go ape shit, my friends. I'm not directly selling those things. Chronic Table. Uh, podcast, ladies and gentlemen, for all your podcasting needs. If you uh, know any other podcasts to talk for fucking hours about interesting shit, 
let me know, because I bet you I'd be interested in listening to it myself. Uh, take a look, my friends. Here's three hours with the bug lady from the other day. Four six-month-old kittens with four six-month-old kittens with Suzanne. Okay, I could technically play this, and then I would have music, but it would be in the background. I could probably play music now for, because you can hear that, right? Say say something if you can, just say anything if you can hear it. And let me know, it sounds a little shitty. Tell me how it sounds. Does it sound super shitty? So by the way, if you're unfamiliar with the Chronic Table podcast, I add music to it. So if you sometimes click on the podcast and you hear music, and you're like, what the fuck is this? It's the music of the podcast. So the question is, can you hear that music? Does it sound bad? Would that be okay music for uh, game night on Wednesdays? So I can actually just play it on the computer. We'll figure it out, ladies and gentlemen. This and more opportunities are awakened. The sleeper has awakened. Uh, thanks to this new recorder. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see. I'm waiting for the people to say it. You can hear it. Okay, and then the next question is, how garbage does it sound? It's very low. I could turn it up. It's quiet. Okay, that makes sense. I could, in theory, we can work on this, ladies and gentlemen. We can work on this. We can figure out the routing. There has to be a way to route the sound from the computer through the recorder again. Or, if nothing else, I can literally put a microphone under that speaker. That's technology level that we can all get around. The less brainlessly complex, my friends, that it can be, the better. All right, we'll figure it out. That would be nice. That would be nice because I pay for that music for the podcast. So I can, I, can play, I can play it over and over again if I want to. So I could play that. I could put a playlist together, put it on repeat or something. We'll see. Little by little by little. Anyway, Chronic Table Podcast, my friends. Take a look. Uh, if you guys don't listen, tell your friends. Uh, don't forget also to uh, review it if you could. And uh, don't forget to subscribe, my friends. Uh, you know what? Actually, I would be lying to you because I was going to say this will show the most recent uh, age restriction level. But actually, I forgot to update the last podcast. So this is four six-month-old kittens with Bug Lady right there, ladies and gentlemen. Go take a look uh, if you guys ever want to share the page. I don't actually even know precisely why this is on the page but I feel like it should be here. So I'm, I'm still trying to figure out a way to explain this. Like go, while you're already watching me on YouTube, go to the YouTube page on my website. It's, it's weird. I know, I, I realize that it's a weird sell, ladies and gentlemen. I just somehow know that it needs to be there. So I keep talking about it because it is. Partly I'm talking out the problem. I don't know. I don't know. If you have an idea how to sell this particular page, I keep thinking like, if you want to tell your friends about that, well then just tell them about the channel. I don't know, just whatever, ladies and gentlemen, this is a staff of one over here. Veggie growing tips, I would very much recommend you do visit this page, my friends. We're not going to talk about it for an hour, but I would very much recommend you take a look at your uh, flowering schedules, if you, of course, flower plants, uh, and uh, adjust them. I think a 12-12 is inadequate for many of the strains that we grow. It's possible some of the strains that you grow actually do excel at a 12-12. So that's important to remember too. When you look at this uh, calculator here or anything else, you know, smashes recommend time and date. That's actually a good one. The point is you're trying to figure out a couple things. You know, uh, it's always useful to know what your uh, uh, time, especially if you're growing outdoors. But even honestly, if you have an indoor grow, the outdoor schedule does affect your indoor grow, weirdly enough. You don't think it does, but it seems to, unless you have a fully sealed environment. 
uh, some strains evolved at uh, higher elevations, higher latitudes, higher uh, whatever the fuck. I don't know. The people were higher or something when they were smoking the weed. Uh, some uh, plants were uh, uh, selected or, or even evolved themselves uh, around the equator. Those are completely different things. Around the equator, it's basically 12-12 all fucking year long. In Afghanistan, it's not. There were uh, times in the wintertime where there's like 11 hours of light, 10 and a half hours of light, I think, in, the, in, in late October or something like that. So if you had a strain from Afghanistan, you know, maybe, a, 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 I don't know, um, Karachi and above, basically. Uh, what am I trying to think? I'm trying to think of like a Kandahar, but I'm trying to think of something further north. I can't think of anything. Anyway, had some far north ship basically. Well, that thing probably doesn't even have like 10 hours of uh, uh, daylight in the f uh, finishing time. And people blast it with like 12 hours and saying like, oh, fumar, my, my organic plant never finished, bro. I don't even know. Should I flush it more? No. Turn the light down. Turn it to 11.13. Turn it to 10.14. Turn it to 11.13 the first month. Turn it to 10.14 the second month, for example. See what happens. Call, call me in the fucking morning. Ladies and gentlemen, once you do that, uh, take a look at the shopping page uh, where you will find not only, and I actually have fucked this up because the photos is still not populated there, ladies and gentlemen, but work in progress, my friends. I realize this is like now weeks ago that I said that, but some excuse. Just imagine I said some excuse that was good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, take a look at the package deals available if you'd like to save a little bit of cash, uh, starting with the Menagegana. Ladies and gentlemen, three packs of Morgana, uh, version one, version two, version three. Version one is uh, Ruby or Cuvée by Ruby Jake F2. Version two is Cuvée F2, sorry, Cuvée F2 on both versions by Black Prince Ruby, which is basically the son of that previous father. Uh, and the third version is Sour Morgana. It's actually a Morgana, just the sour version of it, the sour phenotype, I call her. Uh, sour cherry candy, basically, really vibrant sour cherry candy, not that fake cherry or metallic cherry, a lot of different cherries people talk about. This is really sour cherry, like fruit candy, like a black forest cake cherries, but sour. Uh, cross that to the exorbitantly uh, strawberry Black Prince Ruby, son of that original Ruby Jack F2 father. So it should be an explendoriferous, that's a great word. We're going to make that one up right now. Explendoriferous, explendoriferous, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be an explendoriferous strain. I'll let you know shortly because I popped some sour Morgana seeds. So uh, keep an eye peeled, an ear peeled, and all that kind of stuff. If you're listening to the podcast, by the way, cheers, my friends. If I do turn this episode into a podcast, we get listens now worldwide. We don't get a ton, like not a fuck ton of listens. So it's like we're not like you know I don't know Joe Rogan or some shit. Don't 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 get me started. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Like literally worldwide. I'm not going to mention which countries because a couple of countries I don't think they're supposed to listen to us necessarily, or at least you're definitely not supposed to grow anything there. But uh, thank you, my friends, for listening. I appreciate it. Hopefully one day you all can grow legally because it's a fucking plant. It's just bonkers, honestly, bonkers. And a fucking plant. And we've talked about mushrooms on the show today. It's just, it's absolutely idiotic, idiotiferous, uh, that uh, like mushrooms, like some mushrooms are legal. Shiitakes, oysters, lion's mane, and then some are illegal. Psilocybin mushrooms. Amin no, amanitas are actually not illegal, I don't think. Well, anyway, regardless. 
bonkers that one species is and one species isn't, my friend. But my friends, but anyway, take a look also at uh, Lime River Rose, ladies and gentlemen, if you want some lime in your life. I just got a great report the other day of a splendid, quick, quick to the head, uh, super sour lime. Speaking of sour limes, actually, there are a few sour limes reported in the Lime River Rose. Uh, uh, one of our growers, ladies and gentlemen, uh, had a beautiful sour lime the other day that hit the head real quick. Uh, and I'm now forgetting, I should have written it down. Damn it. I, oh, I always mean to. And then I get high on this fucking show. And then I forget to write down some of the best comments that people make about the strains. Boy, ladies and gentlemen, I have to change that because I've gotten some very nice comments. Oh, by the way, cheers, Lon. Thank you, my friend. Peace to you as well. Lime River Rose, my friends, is kaffir lime by Ruby Jack F2. And then the version two, if you guessed, is kaffir lime, the exact same mom. Cross that again. What did I call it? Exorbitantly strawberry. Black Prince Ruby Male, ladies and gentlemen. Should be some spectacular flavors in there. Nice mashup, too, because uh, uh, I think those flavors are uh, really just Honestly, I guess we leave it at that. I think they're going to be spectacular. Speaking of sugar tits, ladies and gentlemen, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, she used to be by request only, but she's actually on the menu. There's still a little bit of the version one, not a whole lot left. So don't snooze on that one. There is a bit of, well, actually quite a bit of the version two. I haven't talked about that nearly enough. And I guess I'll wrap it up for the evening, my friends, with uh, which one? I guess Black Prince Ruby. Fuck, I can do this one. Uh, I did a selection recently and found a fucking splendid plant. And it's, I don't know, you hate to like brag about your own shit because then you just sound like a douchebag. But at the same time, sometimes you do have to talk about how nice you found this, find the stuff that you're working on. So I honestly think the Black Prince Ruby that I picked is better than all of the other shit that I have. And I have some shit at the moment. And, you know, of course I would say that, you know, you ladies and gentlemen, of course I'd fucking say that, obviously. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt, but I'm going to fucking be honest with you. I think it's the best fucking plan I have right now from like from a variety of perspectives. So anyway, you'll see in the future. It's going to take a second before she gets bred with again. But wait. Yeah, actually, I missed out on this. Next. So, yeah, it's going to take a second, unfortunately, uh, uh, for her to get bred with again. But hopefully, hopefully by the spring, maybe hopefully by the early spring. We'll see. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, she has uh, uh, strawberry jam. I used to talk about strawberry candy more. But this is actually quite a bit more profoundly strawberry jam, like that you would spread, like strawberry preserves, basically, that you would uh, spread on uh, toast. Not overly sweet. I don't like sort of overly cloyingly sweet things. Uh, but like real fruit strawberry jam with a, 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 um, like a sprinkling of pine needles, actually. A little bit of like, now that we mention it, kind of like if you were to sprinkle parsley on, that's a weird one, right? Like, why would you sprinkle parsley on strawberry jam? But imagine that you were to sprinkle parsley. You're not going to sprinkle a lot of it, but imagine that parsley was pine needles uh, and then a backing of uh, rose water and kind of linens, actually. So uh, I've gotten a couple of reports now that it's uh, like, oh, did you dry this? You know, people don't necessarily know what curing is. Did you dry this next to laundry sheets? I'm like, no, no, that's, that's just what the fucking uh, flavor is. There's a little bit of this uh, rose water with this kind of, Maybe even like rose water laundry sheets, you could even call it. Anyway, interesting, interesting plant, my friends. Think you're going to like it. Uh, I need to show you more pictures of it. I actually have, I actually have some good pictures of it. I need to get, get on that, my friends. Cheers. I'll leave it at that, my friends. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, in the near future, I guess I can, well, I can just look in the camera. Uh, in the near, near future, uh, there's going to be a different direction to the breeding uh, projects. Uh, Smash was asking. He, he wants me to fucking really feel more. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll, I, I've learned not to keep stuff too close to the vest, but I also, for a few reasons, have to keep stuff a little bit closer.
us the best. So uh, we'll uh, uh, we'll get uh, uh, we'll get into a little bit more information in the near future. But I think you guys will be very pleased with the variety of things that are coming. And the next uh, project, basically the father, is a Coots special. So uh, Coot was on tonight, but he was uh, uh, generous enough to give that to me for Christmas last year. Wonderful seeds, turns out. Uh, it is a four-way landrace cross, basically. Uh, Sri Lankan Oaxacan. We used to call it Acapulco Gold, but it's actually Oaxacan, he realized. Uh, and that was crossed the TO, which is the Afghani Thai. So basically, Sri Lankan Oaxacan Afghani Thai. Really interesting and really uh, uh, delightful cross, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's going to make some really interesting crosses. You'll see in the near future, my friends, there's going to be some old school, some new school, some uh, whatever. If it all works out, my friends, of course, that's knocking on wood, ladies and gentlemen. But if it all works out, there's going to be some really interesting shit. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. So uh, that's it, my friends. I guess I'll uh, wrap it up. It's almost midnight. I guess we're, just, we're going to cut it short, I think, before the uh, 420, my friends. Sorry about that. Uh, we'll be here on Tuesday. Like I said, I don't think I'm probably going to get a guest. I don't think I have time to find someone new. I, Sometimes it always falls in, well, not falls apart, falls into place. We'll see how it is, my friends. It'll be busy. But I want to get back into the regular guests. It would be nice. Honestly, it'd be nice to get into the regular guests. And actually, I can take this recorder on the road. I can take this mic on the road. And, and I'm working, well, I have actually two mics now that I think about it. So, And it occurred to me the other day that I could have been using my Rode wireless mic a little bit differently. Uh, I think I even have, not a very good one, but I have a lav. Because uh, I was using the road, it just it was so fucking noisy. I was like, oh my God, especially compared to this mic. But actually, if I used it with a laugh, I could totally use that. So, ladies and gentlemen, I can take this fucker on the road is the long story of it. Or the short, long, whatever the fuck, you know what I'm trying to say. It was actually kind of a long version of that story. So I'm interested in, in the near future, maybe taking this, uh, whatever, I don't know, wherever, wherever the fuck. To, to, to Coot's house, other places. We'll see how it goes, my friends. It'll be fun to do some, uh, uh, yeah, cannabis research, my friends. Cannabis research. It'll be fun to smoke with some new people. Um, it's been so annoying to be cooped up. Honestly, I think a lot of us feel the same way. So annoying to be cooped up. You know, in my case, in this fucking corner of a basement. Excuse me. Uh, a lot of us have been uh, cooped up for a couple of years. You know, this show sometimes I feel cooped up. You know, because I am kind of surrounded at a green screen, a literal green screen that I used to have a sheet and now I have an actual green screen that I bought that I can, uh, uh, uh well, that was an upgrade by the way. Uh, uh, just in case it sounds bad. Like it's actually, I'm always having, Oh, I can fucking put this away. Uh, it doesn't get all wrinkled and shit off. Um, but I have lights and shit. It's fucking ridiculous. Honestly, it feels a little bit, uh, claustrophobic, claustrophobic. I can't talk today. Claustrophobic. I need to take more of those freaking mushrooms I was talking about. Uh, anyway, babbling, but it would be nice to uh, get out. And I'm really happy that the, fuck, I almost want to turn tonight, except we almost talked about nothing. I almost want to turn tonight's show to tonight. I wanted to talk at some point tonight. So I, I want to turn tonight's show into a podcast for one goddamn reason. It's that I remembered, <coughs> excuse me. I remembered to press record on the fucking podcast recorder. So I don't have to download the fucking thing. And YouTube always defaults to the slowest possible download. Literally, YouTube has some of the fastest servers in the world. You guys all know, you watch YouTube and all this stuff. Nine hours it would take me sometimes to download that shit. Oh my fucking God. I'm not joking. 
Uh, and then, you know, I'd edit it up and whatever. It was nine fucking hours. I'd have to, so I'd have to plan ahead, basically. Download the fucking thing. Just leave the computer on or whatever. So now I don't have to do that. And also, the quality is not going to be absolute dog's balls. So that's good. Wait, is dog's balls good or bad? I was using it in bad, but maybe dog's balls are good. Uh, okay, the quality is not going to be garbage. I'll put it that way. In fact, the garbage quality should be excellent. All right. Now the quality... Yeah, gurgles, pardon me. Sorry. Now we just have to talk about more interesting things, ladies and gentlemen. Now the quality... Now the problem is not the audio quality. Now the problem is the content quality. So... Damn it. That's harder to work on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it, my friends. Uh, thank you very much for hanging. We'll be here on Tuesday. Uh, the Midwest Grown is saying, I cooked up a bunch of chicken in the woods last year. Cleared me right out. <laughs> awesome. Uh, exactly. Midwest is like, what's wrong with dog's balls? Exactly. It's true. You know? I mean, they are trouble puffs. A friend of mine calls them trouble puffs, which they are. Um, I didn't, circ- I didn't not circumcise. I didn't, uh, wait. <laughs> I didn't circumcise my last dog. <laughs> wait, you normally circumcise your dog. <laughs> no, uh, I didn't have my uh, last, well, Fumidor, the one that I talk about. Uh, uh, he's passed away, unfortunately. Uh, I didn't uh, uh, neuter him. But... Uh, for good reason. He was always with me. There was no, there was no chance. There was no chance. I know for sure that he didn't accidentally impregnate anyone or anything, blah, 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 blah. And it just, uh, well, I don't know. You'd have to know him. Well, of course, men are not really happy about chopping balls off, right? But you'd have to have known him. He didn't seem like the kind of dog that wanted his balls chopped off. So I didn't chop him off. But there are a number of, uh, uh, reasons apparently to chop on not only just for not worrying about you know accidental puppies which is a real problem um but also health reasons apparently testosterone and so on can be bad for dogs as they age uh, weirdly enough testosterone is usually too low in humans but i've heard that it's too high in dogs so i think that's one of the reasons why they actually say that neutering in many cases uh, both for girl and boy dogs i guess uh, is potentially very good for their longevity i guess is what i'm trying to say I don't know. There's there's different thoughts. Like I said, I didn't have my last dog fixed, but you know, I've I've had dogs that are fixed, and they're perfectly wonderful dogs too. So anyway, no, for sure, at least he definitely didn't impregnate. He was always with me, so I, I can promise that. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Uh, not everyone can. You know, that was an unusual situation. Most people cannot uh, promise that. Oh, my dog's never gone out or something. You know, or my dog's never been somewhere else or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I understand. Well, anyway, are you allowed to call us a Jewish dog then? <laughs> Only if it wears a yarmulke. Yarmul, yarmul, fuck, I can't pronounce it. Yarmulke, whatever. The thing, the, the, the hat. Someone's emailed me something. Probably people are your shows. Got in the garbage. We'll be here, my friends, on Tuesday. I have a priority. It's only that 10 or 15 times. We'll be goofing off, uh, hopefully talking sensible things, not complete nonsense, hopefully uh, intelligible, interesting things that are not made up, right? Uh, 
preferably grow related, you know, I mean, I don't know, we can talk about other stuff too, of course, but uh, tonight we talked about Persepolis, whatever, ancient Persia and so on, but I don't want to grow, but we did, we did mention cam and stuff, so it's all right. Uh, I guess technically it's tax, it was probably not tax deductible actually, because it's fucking cannabis, but whatever. Thanks my friends for hanging. Much appreciated. Some of you guys from the very beginning of the show, thank you for watching the whole show. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. By the way, I haven't shouted everybody out for, uh, honestly, maybe a couple, three shows. Cheers, Christophe. Uh, he's smoking Lime River Rose. Cheers, buddy. 710 can of sewer. Good to see you. Uh, Locke, I'm thinking that if the dog has tzitzits, then you can also call it a Jew, uh, a Jewish dog, probably. I've probably just pissed off like 30 or 40 viewers. Uh, cheers, uh, Hillbilly Herb. Good to see you, my friend. Uh, Atomic Spoon, always a pleasure, legend. Cheers, buddy. Uh, martial Artists, cheers, my friend. Who else in here? Uh, your Mailman Grows, arrived late. Hope everyone has a good night. Cheers, buddy. Ned Denver and Dr. Dave 420. And of course, Delman. Cheers, guys. If I didn't catch your name, my friends, uh, partly I didn't see it. Oh, cheers, Dabby. Who else in here? Red Pill. Cheers, guys. James in the house. Cheers, my friends. Till we meet again. Don't forget to email me, guys. Uh, Delman, I don't think I have your... I don't think I have your address. So email me. Uh, you get to pick what you want. Stony. I hope you emailed me as well. I bet you they did already. Uh, but just in case you guys haven't, if you guys are listening, uh, I think he said he wanted Lime River Rose, but I guess you can pick whatever you fuck you want if you want to change your mind or something. Uh, that's a good one. I would recommend that, to be honest. But uh, I think Delman still has the right to choose, so or still has the. You know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Later, everybody. Be be good to everybody. Be kind. Be decent. Be gentle. Don't be fucking dicks. Uh, don't be dicks, pricks, or uh, never think of anything else to say. Bricks. I don't even know something. Puff something wonderful, my friends. Uh, do something nice for somebody if you can. You know, you don't, you don't have to absolutely, but uh, be nice. You know? It'd be nice if you did something, uh, uh, if you have a puppy, you know, do something nice for your dog, do, do something nice for your cat if you have one as well. Uh, if you know somebody, you know, that you haven't talked to for a while, reach out to them maybe. I need to reach out to somebody, uh, actually a friend of the show, frankly. I probably shouldn't say that because it's just weird, like, uh, oh, did you get an email from Fumeria? yet? Uh, but no, a friend of mine told me, like, oh, you should reach out to so-and-so because I was talking about him, uh, about the show. You should totally do that. You guys should as well, my friends. Uh, they always say that you underestimate the joy that you get from, uh, you underestimate the joy that you give your acquaintances by reaching out to them. You always assume that that joy will be one-sided and not two-sided, but actually you forget that oftentimes they are just as, if not more joyful about, oh shit, so-and-so is calling. So cheers, everybody. Call or email text do whatever the fuck the people who you're supposed to talk to. She got the glitter on the face. Do we meet again? I just wasn't enough for you.
gonna get 